live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. On fire. And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast, a horse heresy hobby podcast. Joining you tonight is your host, Craig. Go ahead and say hey, Craig. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good. And uh, if you don't know my voice yet, I'm Alex. Thanks for joining us. Um, the on the this... sultry tones of Alex. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about sultry. <laughs> Salty, maybe. Salty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you guys are new and joining us, welcome to the brig. Uh, or the bridge, I guess. We're not putting you in prison down here. No. Sometimes it feels like it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, how have you been? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you know, living life. How about you? Oh, work, man. Just nothing but work. Um, I had two solid days of virtual sales meetings last week. Mm. Uh, that was pretty fucking draining. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard too much from you in the past little while, but I know this is the busy time for you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I just kind of unwinded for most of the weekend, fucking bitched out, played video games. Oh. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, did a little shopping, a little retail therapy. I worked, um, which was beneficial because I was up at 5, 5 a.m. our time on the day that Mag or not Magnus, sorry, uh, the line and book nine dropped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you have any, um, did you have any like issues or like page crashing? Nope, nope, none. Yeah, me neither, but uh, no, like a psycho, because I, uh, I, I had to get up at five as well, actually, <laughs> uh, for, for my virtual meetings. Um, but uh, I set my alarm for like 2.53 in the morning, um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I saw JP like put a post up, and he was like, hey, like, does this stage like GW does or what? Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, "No, nah, like here's a here's a blurb from Forge World. It all goes live at like 10 a.m. Um, yeah, 10 a.m. standard yeah. time." And I was like, "Oh fuck, that's like 3 a.m." That's 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I did the conversion too. Yeah, and I was like, "Shit, like I really don't want to miss this book because um, I know that like S- Solar War always sells out in a fucking heartbeat." I had mm-hmm. to get my I had to get uh, Saturnine from like a scalper. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, because uh, I've, I've I've been collecting the limited editions, but okay. um, and uh, I was just worried of like the same thing because I've got all the other books in hardcover, um, and uh, and I was like, okay, I can set it, I can buy it quick, and then you know I'm off to the races. Uh, and then as I got up, uh, I was like just kind of searching around for anything else that I could throw in the cart because I figured mm-hmm. it would only be like 140 or something. Yeah. Um, as most of them most of them used to be, but. Uh, Prices went up, and that's fine. Just made it easy for me. But when I I clicked, I clicked on the heresy thumbnail or whatever again, yeah. and then I noticed that pre-orders populated, and I was like, oh! And so I clicked it, and uh, the lion wasn't pre-orderable yet. When I mm-hmm. when I saw the pre-order thing come up, it said he was temporarily out of stock. Oh. Um, and uh, I mean that's fine. I'm in no rush to get. Him. I'm not playing Dark Angels, but the book was there, so I ordered the book right away. Uh, and then went back to bed. <laughs> um, and then when I woke up, I saw everyone like complaining about the crashing and everything uh, on the Forge World Forge World post about it. But hmm. yeah, yeah, got it nice and easy. Didn't have to put anything else in the cart, which was nice. And, um, yeah, it was. It was. I, it was, I didn't it was even really think about that when I went and spent extra money. But. 
<laughs> I was a bit, uh, it was a bit of an expensive day for me. Uh, I dropped, I dropped money on both the line and on book nine. I did not get any of the dice. Um, just because in our currency, two packages of dice is $70. Yeah, and that's only like 40 dice. Um, mm-hmm. I will probably get some Raven Guard dice at some point, but I need like 60 of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, I frequently, when my more Dathan hit, they frequently hit with like over 60 hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, there's been a few times where I've caused over 60 wounds. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So just pick those up. Take them off. Um, <laughs> so I will, and, and I mean, my dice are notoriously bad. So I probably will, I probably will replace my my dice with some official Raven Guard dice for the Raven Guard. But mm-hmm. uh, the wolves, I already have like the GW ones yeah. that came out yeah. a little while ago. They were printed on. They have the scratches for the numbers, um, which is, I mean, it's not it's not too hard to see actually. Like even the threes pretty reasonable the three and the four it's pretty easy to see and then the one is like um a canis helix skull and then the six is the the uh space wolf sigil um but they're sharp they're they're hard edged they're not rounded and they're printed on which i've been told is more balanced um because of physics i guess the wind resistance on like rounded and dimpled is supposed to create like you're supposed to be like 22% more likely or something to get a one and a two. I have the GW dice, the dark angels, GW dice. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of them. I mean, it's not that they roll badly or, you know, anything like that. I just, they're kind of ugly in my opinion. Um, I will be getting the forge world dice for my sons of horse, dark angels and my world eaters at some point in time. Yeah. But I'm just going to use them to like, Oh, I need to get this order to 150, you know, to get free shipping. Yeah. Put some dice on them. Kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's a good way to think about it. Um, uh, and I know do that every time I buy a primer, just tap us some dice on there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, hopefully they don't disappear anytime soon. Uh, I feel like now that they have all the rules out for all the legions, I think we're going to see. I think they stick around. They're gonna stick around. Um, but yeah, like I couldn't fad. Like I would for my for the world leaders. I'd need like you. I'd need sixty dice at the minimum. So I'm looking at a hundred dollars in dice. That's uh, a hard pill to swallow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to justify to justify. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, just gonna add them to orders when I you know when I need to hit that free shipping mark. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I can also see like the next time that we end up at like a convention and I'm fucking hammered that I just buy a <laughs> shit ton of dice. <laughs> uh, you, mean, you mean like when we were at LVO 2019 there and you dropped a ton of money on all the Blood Angel stuff? Uh, yeah, and I bought a few of the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they had some of the they had a few copies of the ones that weren't available online anymore, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Shit, what did I get? I think I got like had books. I think I had I had one, two, and three. I think mm-hmm. I think I got five and six. Actually, I might have got two while I was there as well, mm-hmm. um, or one. I don't remember. Anyways, yeah, I bought two or three books. I don't remember, man. Was... And then and then you bought Sanguinius and... and his special base, 
and, and you I'm, got the paladins. And the oh, paladins. and book eight. Yeah, 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 right. So that that was the third book. Was book eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, an expensive day for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, I bought some like Necromunda upgrade bits too. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like some Vansar weapons and mm. things of that nature. I think I bought a bounty hunter or something too. Um, yeah, it was expensive. And then I got <laughs> hammered and went down there and I bought into Arena Racks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bought like pretty much the whole like the Viking whole line that they had. Yeah. Um, but a bunch of us did, so it was fine. I feel yeah. bad about that one. Yeah. Uh, well, and I mean, the game, uh, game's cheap to play. Models look mm-hmm. fantastic. Looks. I have. I haven't played it yet. I don't know if you had a chance to play it. Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Uh, I have two rule books, uh, oh. which is yeah, just kind of by chance because they were thrown in with the. Um, somebody else actually uh had posted on like the swap shop um they they i guess had like supported the kickstarter and never mm-hmm. built any of the stuff so i've got like i've got like a whole second ludus and that came with the, a rule book because at lvo 2019 the swag mm-hmm. pack just came with an arena racks rule book because they don't mm-hmm. they don't typically publish it mm-hmm. um it's just for free on their website uh yeah. but they published it to kind of get it out there so that everyone could kind of take a mm-hmm. peek at it um if I have time for the next time I go to like a Depticon, I might I might play in the Arena Rex event there. Um, oh yeah, because cool. uh, I know I don't think you were with us. You were on a different flight, but we ran into some dudes from Victoria in the airport mm-hmm. um, on the way when we were coming back, and their flight was super delayed, mm-hmm. and so they were just they were playing Arena Rex on the floor um, oh, yeah. at the oh. airport. And they were like, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'm happy about that. So nice. I also bought like a Playmobil Coliseum. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to spray paint up. Um, I, have, I have done one of them up. I have done one of those uh, Playmobil arenas up. For oh, really? For Primark fights, yes. Oh, for the Primark fights. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. right on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, it's good to know that somebody else has an arena kicking around then. <laughs> uh, I don't have it anymore. It's not mine. I no, I think, it's, it I think it's Dan's. Yes, I just yeah. painted it up. Yeah, uh, and I think Dan's got a Lutus too, but I can't remember. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's good. It's too big. I think. I well, I don't know. You could probably grim dark one up, throw it in the middle of a table, some like for whatever. Um, well, that'd be alright. Yeah. But so what yeah. have you been working on? Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I. I, I reorganized a few things. Um, mm-hmm. I got the first layer of the red down on my Mechanicum, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was nice. Uh, and then I stopped um, just because I didn't feel like painting, didn't feel like airbrushing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I continued work on the Prospero bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm done all of the tiling on the Terminator bases. So oh, now yeah, I'm yeah. just on to the, the 30 mils. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even like halfway through that because it's slow going. But mm-hmm. uh, And then I reworked to like my militia list a little bit. Um, I, I just I haven't been able to find anything that really strikes with me. And I already have tons of fucking Adeptus Mechanicus shit mm-hmm. uh, from what I was originally going to do. So I'm just going to stick with that original theme that I had of like from the opening scene in Cybernetica where a bunch of mm-hmm. plasma skitari are flying at the the temple of the, or the tower of the tech, tech Marines. 
Mm -hmm. uh, with plasma fusils to just execute a mandate. And so I'm just going to do grenadiers and herb sliders. Um, but I bought the new slave ogre and gang. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that that'll save me. I, I was going to use ambots, and I know that I know that a ton of people use ambots, and it's a great model. It's, it looks good. They've mm -hmm. got kind of like the grindy arms. Yeah. Um, but uh, these guys just, I mean, they fit with like a Skitari Ogren, what a Skitari Ogren would look like. Mm. So, uh, and then on the militia side, you can take an Arvis Lighter in the, um, in the, uh, the fast attack. So I can, I can make like drop troop Ogrens. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Give them all combat shields. And then they're, uh, they're, they're four plus uh, armor. Cause they have carapace armor. And then with the combat shield, and cyber augmentics, they're a five plus invuln out in the open and a plus invuln close combat. Nice. Um, so just a nice little bodyguard for my my uh, warlord, and then I'll probably like I, I know that they've got a Skitari character coming out, so mm. fucking whenever he comes out, I can probably do very little work to make him my warlord, which would be which would be mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, and then I can swap out the allies super easy. Um, right. So like I've got some knights kicking around so I can throw, yeah. throw a night house on there, uh, as an allied detachment. I can throw the mechanicum on as an allied detachment because that's mm -hmm. got, uh, they become sworn brothers yeah. when you have cyber augmentics. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, uh, or I can, I can go, um, and, and it's nice cause I can just change the theme easy. Right. So, I mean, uh, even with the Mechanicum, actually, um, actually with all of these, so may maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, paint the knights up in like House Baroni colors or something, mm -hmm. um, and just theme it out of like Master of Mankind a little bit instead of like Martian mm -hmm. Civil War, maybe. I um, listening to that one, Master of Mankind. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. It is uh, really good. Yeah, so because uh, the the Mechanicum's in there, there's Skitari in the books, so they're around. Mm -hmm. um, there's Servitors around. Uh, and then there's uh, talons, so I can mm -hmm. I can have my talons fit in there. And this is the, the nice thing about this army is that it, it can literally fit into any event um, that that I am showing up to, right? Um, and it'll yeah. still make sense for them to be there because there's fucking legions of Skitari everywhere, and, mm -hmm. and all I got to do is swap out the uh, the allied detachment, mm -hmm. um, right? So uh, whether whether they're fighting the war in the webway against wave after wave of demons or mm -hmm. if they're uh if they're man in the walls of the imperial palace or they're dying in the on the black sands of istvan or you're covered yeah exactly i'm there right um mm. uh they they were at prospero as well <laughs> like a bunch of skatari legions were deployed there mm -hmm. mechanic yes. was deployed there so yeah. it's uh it's nice and then uh, i think it'll be a fun army to play and the fact that i'll be able to just swap out the allied detachment will make it nice and easy yeah. yeah so yeah um that's pretty much all i've been up to how about you uh i finally sat down today and did some batch painting uh, i batch painted a bunch of the blue for shoulder pads um on for i'm, fi I'm finally going to finish up the uh destroyers i got the shoulder pads in um i spray painted them or not spray painted them i airbrushed them uh, I also did the shoulder pad or arms for the box knot I got for my world eaters. Nice. And I did the jetpacks for the Mark V assault marines 
for my world eaters. Uh, I got them the blue done on them. And I started working on, I built two Melkador, my two Melkador tanks for my world eaters. Um, God, I love that tank. So awesome. Uh, such a great kit. Super easy to put together. Super yeah, easy it's to put together. Tough. And I got the blue that I needed on those models done. And then I'll, ma I'll uh, mask off, mask it off, and then uh, do the primer gray and then the white for the, the rest of the tank. And nice. yeah, I just uh, didn't. I got the two Melkadors built and the box knot built up. Um, I mean, the box knot is so small compared to Contemptors and Leviathans, but God, it's such a cool little model. Yeah, uh, it's 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 so classic. Um, yeah, and it is it is good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, and I mean, I'm, you, I'm... you can fit two of those bad boys in regular pods. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, with uh like siege weapons and multi meltas mm -hmm. for yeah. like 10 points less than a, a two siege claw leviathan yeah yeah and yeah. i mean i got i got mine armed with a uh flamestorm cannon and a heavy flamer he's he's there for one thing and one thing only he's gonna mulch marines he's there to barbecue him yeah he's there, he's there <laughs> to barbecue them and whatever he doesn't barbecue he's gonna come in and wreck just wreck yeah, uh, I'm not going to go after Terminators. It. I'm not going after other Dreadnoughts. I am solely there to F up a tactical squad or a support squad or whatever just because I can. Yeah, and I'm gonna exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm taking them to the uh Flavor Town. I'm barbecuing these guys. So <laughs> taking them to Flavor Town. <laughs> well, you know, the only enough. good the only good <laughs> Ultramarine is a one that's half cooked, you know. I like my Ultramarines medium rare. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I got him. I got him started. Uh, tomorrow I have the day off. Uh, I gotta do some stuff around the house, but I am gonna get the uh, gray primer on, and I'm gonna get the white on. Uh, probably clear coat it, and then start doing the panel washing and whatnot. Nice. Um, Start. I'm gonna start moving forward on it. It's been. I've been not working enough on my models, and I thought today was the day. I was like, I need to get back into it. I think one of the problems is, uh, being that I haven't played any games in like seven months. Yeah, have, I'm not having that that motivation. Like, I, one of my biggest motivations is always been after I gone to a a tournament or an event or, you know you know, just playing with a bunch of guys or just playing a game in general, it always gets me motivated. To, you know, I need to start painting. I want to get this done. I want to get this painted. And I just yeah, haven't had him. that kick in the butt as of late. Um, yeah, well, I mean, pushing return to Ispan kind of slowed it down on me too. And I was just yeah. like, oh, I have more time. And now I'm procrastinating where I'm like, come on. Like, I don't, I don't have that much to paint. Like, it's not going to take me that much time. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, like, I mean, my Thalax are more or less already done. I got to order th three more, but... Mm. Um, because I'm I'm gonna take like the the second Magus that I had in in my list out. Uh, yeah, it'd be better if I had maybe three scoring units instead of two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, but I mean like once that's done, you know, you mask up. We can play down in the basement. Um, I'm, I am a hundred. I was actually gonna talk to you about that. Uh, <laughs> I am a hundred. I I I was talking with my wife about how. We went for a walk this evening, and uh, I was just like, "Man, I really want to get a game in." Like, I just I haven't played my game in so long. I'm like, I gotta talk to Alex. Like, we need to get a game in. 
Like yeah. I don't even care if it's just a small fifteen hundred point little game, just to just because I need I, I'm Jones and I'm Jones in here. So oh yeah yeah I, um, I feel you buddy I feel you man I'm I'm itching to roll some dice too um, I know so uh, we also gotta give that Horace Heresy board game a spin I know I I I uh, was talking with Ryan. I was telling him, yeah, we, me and Alex were thinking about playing the game, playing uh, Betrayal of Kelf or Prospero Burns. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find some, uh, like, just Thousand Suns bits kicking around. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that I way I can some. build, like, okay, great. Just so that way I uh, can build, like, the Thousand Suns half of that board game, and then I'll just use my wolves for it. But Because mm-hmm. uh, I think it's five, five Terminators. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's like one squad of Marines or something in Ahriman. Uh, let me just take a look. Um, I think that's what it is. I've got it right over here. Sorry for the noise, everybody, if it gets a little loud. Um, I assume that I still have the uh, thing right here. Mm-hmm. I got the booklet. The booklet for the rules are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you, you get like, yeah, Legion Veterans on the Loyalist profile sheet, Legion Veterans, Legio Custode, mm-hmm. uh, Silent Sisters, Veteran Sergeant, and Giger Philhand, and then you have Legion Veterans, Veteran Sergeant, Azak Armin, and Terminators. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it looks like, uh, Looks hey, like I, that's probably it. So I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I am willing to build up a small thousand suns force again. Yeah, I mean, if you want to build them, uh, that's um, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, yeah. How I will I, probably build them anyway, just so that way I can uh, play the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if uh, somebody else comes over and wants to give it a go or whatever. Um, Oh, you know what? Actually, it might be. I think it's two squads. It's. It looks like two two squads of thousand sons, and has a Carmen Terminators, yeah. and then five custodes, uh, five silent sisters, one unit of veterans, and Giger Philhan. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, can, I can make that happen. I have Marines. I have like, I think I have two boxes of the Prospero burning of Prospero. And three boxes of betrayal of Kelf. But I mean, I've used those Marines in, in armies. But I, mean, I can make work. I can make do. I can make something happen. Yeah. Well, fuck it, man. I got like sixty Terminators or something new on Sprue. <laughs> like, just because I I don't use them that much. I love yeah. them, but I just don't use Terminators that much. No, I, um, I don't. Know that. So I mean, I keep trying to find. I'm, I'm sure I'll use a lot of them in my Blood Angels probably, and a lot mm. of them. Uh, I've got like, actually, I only have two squads in my wolves. Okay. Uh, I've got and ten of them are Varagir. So. Well, it, um, it's it's funny. I have I have sixty Terminators. They're just all built for my Dark Angels. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not. I'm here's, not. Here's a sixty Deathwing. <laughs> well, what I I, can actually, I have a Ravenwing force up to 2500 points actually technically 3500 points yeah built i have a death wing i'm in the process of building and then i have my overall dread wing 
good to go as well. <laughs> I, I, I've been I, I've been preparing for this book for almost a decade for just Horus Heresy and and playing Dark Angels since I started in third edition. So I I have a hard on for this book and the lion coming out. So just say it. Um, yeah. I feel <laughs> you. Do you have any extra like grenade dischargers? Like the little dingers that sit on the top of the uh, yes, terminators? Awesome. Do you, Do you have something? one extra Volkite charger that goes with a Terminator's Terminator? I'll have to check. Right on. That I need one, one more. I need one more plastic. Yeah, you've been talking about that for a while. Charger. Yeah, I know, because I only need one. Like, how, how can I not find one? This is insane. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me go through my uh, screw pile, see what I can find for you. Yeah, that'd be great. Because uh, they're going on Cataphracty Terminator, so I need the Terminator hand. You need the big one, right? Yeah, yeah and, and, and actually, the, the Volkite charger that goes on the smaller hand even looks different. Like, it, I mean, it's just the devils are in the details, but. Yeah, no, I hear it. Okay. No, I'll, I'll see if I can find that for you. I'll that would be that would be splendid. Thank you. I will do that. I will do that for. You. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, right we, uh, we didn't go over the uh, agenda. We <sighs> yeah, we're agenda. pretty bad at that. Uh, whatever, guys. Uh, you, you get the you get the deal it, now. We'll do it live. Um, yeah, the agenda's in the show notes. Read it. Um, <laughs> uh yeah well we, we can do it now it's uh so i mean hobby progress obviously always comes first um yeah. it just kind of like smoothly rolls into you know the, the chit chat that we have at the start of the show yeah so yeah. you guys can feel like you know us a little bit better yeah. um and uh and then we're gonna go into like some listener lists mm-hmm. um uh, i've got i've got one for demons kind of sort of um <laughs> i'm gonna give you some ideas i guess maybe yeah. <laughs> I have one for uh, Lunar Wolves. Yeah, yeah, and then Craig's got one for Lunar Wolves, and then um, and then we're we're gonna slide into uh, a request that that I got on the the Raven Guard page um, to actually do an episode, uh, kind of just on the Raven Guard uh, hmm. theme ideas, some Tactica things like that. So we'll give a little sneak peek at that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of talk about my my methodology on it, I guess, and, and kind of some of the themes that I've dabbled in. Uh, yeah. And hopefully hopefully inspire that guy. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll put a nice little bow on it. Cool as it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I guess actually, before we do that, though, I do have one question for you. What's real up? quick. Uh, do you have your schedule for December? Like, do you know what weekends are off in December? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I can definitely get it for you. Okay, yeah, let's do that because we're we're rescheduling uh, Return to Istvan for December. I've already spoken with the venue, and he's cool with that. Yeah, because um, we we're supposed to do it on uh, the Saturday coming up, mm-hmm. uh, which will be three days before you guys hear this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're gonna move it to December because things should hopefully have calmed down a bit by then or Hopefully. or at least yeah you know at least somewhat the people who are probably going to get it from their kids will likely have already got it from their kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i know that's a little bit callous herd immunity idea but it is what it is, it is, what it is at this point. It's the times we live in it's interesting times it although i'm not true. i'm not like not ungrateful that i live in these times because, I don't know, mixed things up, made life a little bit interesting. Yeah, just kind of threw a wrench into life, made things less mundane, 
I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously not good. It's like, horrible. I'm not, I'm not jacked, not jazzed that like coronavirus has happened. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Worst things could have happened, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's an experience so, that we'll learn. From, we'll get to talk about. Yeah, you know, this will, we're li- we're living through history. Is really what it is. Yeah, exactly. I guess I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, which is yeah. which is exactly how I feel about it. Uh, yeah. I'm just I'm living through a historical moment, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. for Canadians, not too much else has really happened, I guess. No, no. Um, obviously, we were around for other significant events, but they yeah. didn't directly impact us. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, right on. Uh, okay, so. Let's give him a uh, yeah. Uh, so what was this gentleman's name? Let me pull up my notes here. Brad Graham coming at us through Facebook. Uh, he's wondering if we can uh, give him some ideas for Malau, um, Malau Demons. Uh, maybe uh, he also asked for a Night Lords list, but you'll get that one on the next episode, I think, buddy. Because we got, yeah. I got a big list of listener lists. Oh, yeah. Um, a, we have a, we have a, we had to make sticky notes just to keep track of all the listener lists that we have requested right now so yeah yeah actually before we get into that just a quick shout out um to greg dan over at the imperial truth podcast mm. um uh i didn't think to check the drop pod fact because uh, again we were we were getting new to drop pods it's something that our meta hasn't really seen yeah um and it's something that i i didn't think to even look at um when because uh, i did check the fact for the death storm drop pod yeah. Um, but drop pods, including the Death Storm drop pod, do not have the immobile special rule anymore. Hmm. Um, so that's going to open up a little bit more options, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting. Uh, it's going to open things up a little bit for those those rights of war that say like you know, no immobile units, i.e., yeah. um, uh, like armored breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good catch, Greg. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, we'll put a link. Much. Yeah, put a link to the Facebook uh, group for the Imperial Truth in the show notes. Um, and uh, if anyone else notices anything that we say wrong, just let us know. Yeah. Um, we're not perfect, right? No. I, and there's there's so many rules. I don't think it's, it's ever possible for anyone to be perfect uh, when I we're mean, talking we about this, mistakes, especially with you know FAQs coming out and just mm. you know like hard to keep track. We're all we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this listener list uh, that I kind of half did is going to be an excellent example of that. So, sorry, Brad. Uh, I'm not your guy to ask for demons <laughs> in terms of Tactica uh, yeah. or specific lists. So, I mean, theme. Yeah, because I've I've thought about the Malau theme a bit, um, mm-hmm. a few times because I'm a big fan of them. Uh, I, some paint schemes I think that work really well are, are kind of well, they're they're kind of cited as being black and uh, black and white, mm-hmm. um, and I think so. I mean, let's let's address the paint scheme first, I guess. Um, the way I've always kind of seen it is like this glossy sort of wet black. Mm-hmm. So maybe through like a gloss coat um, or a gloss coat with a couple drops of like matte into it, just to kind of tone it down a bit. So you're yeah. you're talking maybe a uh, oh, uh, satin. No, not quite satin, because I like okay. no, because you, you've you've seen my models. Yes. Um, my models are all satin. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so you don't actually get uh, you don't actually get like a even a semi gloss. Yeah, you'd have to use a semi gloss. Yeah, semi gloss. Um, and I, the way I've made that in the past is I just put in like one or two drops of matte varnish, and it seems seems to take it down just a bit. I'm sure okay. you can buy it somewhere, but it is what it is. Um, so that that would be kind of the main skin color, and then I kind of I've always kind of imagined almost like some brindling um but uh more of a spotted brindling as opposed okay. to like a tiger stripe brindling yeah, but i mean yeah. mix it up right um give you some flavor i guess uh it would help you denote squads mm -hmm. denote yeah. groups of demons yeah. um but uh yeah just kind of like some some mottling on the skin to kind of make it look look uh a little more fleshy a little more um irregular i guess okay. um and kind of like heavier up towards the top is kind of the way i always envisioned it uh you know kind of coming into almost a solid solid piece over the face um like i and i'm i'm, I'm kind of thinking about like a like a demon storm uh or a, a ruin storm brute okay like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that to me that face screams malal to me it doesn't scream corn to me it doesn't scream you know obviously it doesn't scream nurgle uh um, no. no uh like it is very muscled but it, it looks it looks horrific mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i mean he he looks cornate too as well obviously but yeah i think i think this to me this guy screams malal because he's got he's got a very like skullish looking face um and that's that's really what i'm into that's what that's what i'm digging right so yeah. um as as a paint scheme it's very simple it's easy to do again black is one of those colors that if you're not a fantastic painter it's easy to make look good yes. um and it's hard to make look bad uh and then white i mean there's there's a thousand whites out there um mm. put, it, put it together however you want bit, to white can be a little bit more tricky but yeah it can be um, 100%. Uh, I like to use Medea Calmer white, um, it, like it's, even, even through an airbrush as well. I, th I find it works great. But um, I mean, you can use any of the base paints from Citadel. That'll help. Like uh, I think it's Celestra Gray or something. If you wanted to yeah. go a little on the cooler side, but um, actually, the Wraithbone paint would probably be perfect. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's a base paint and it's, it's a little more warmer. Um, it's a little more of a bone color, but then, it, you know, you can highlight that with like a true white. And I think, I think you got a real winner on that one. Um, mm. so, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I would go with. And then, uh, obviously you're going to want like, um, uh, a demon Lord, uh, to me personally, um, thinking about Malau, I know everyone goes wings. I know it's super meta to go wings, go wings yeah. if you want. Um, or try to try to do something a little bit different. Um, I don't think there's there's a model in the Kingdom Death line. Uh, I think he's called the Watcher. Mm -hmm. um, let me search that up real quick. But he just kind of looks like the Reaper almost, and he's kind of floating. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to. He comes in the starter kit. Um, oh wow, uh, Kingdom Death is sold out right now. Huh. <laughs> um, guess there's a lot of people indoors, so I guess it would make sense. Uh, yeah, he's the Watcher. I'm not sure what his base size is, so he might not work for... Yeah, I don't think he's going to work for, like, a Demon Lord. He's definitely not, like, 130 mils. Yeah. Um, but uh, he could make a pretty cool Brute, or... Um, what's the other one? 
what's the other uh, demon thing called? Um, a greater demon. Yeah, greater demon. Yeah, because what's demon. what's his base size here? That's the nice thing about this too is they gave you like, oh, he's 130 mils as well. Hmm. Um, I don't have the book in front. Of I do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could just throw him on a 130 mil base. That would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, surround him with a bunch of like lesser demons or something. Like that's that's actually that would be a really cool modeling idea. So uh, you could take that Watcher model. Unfortunately, the only way you're going to get him is if you buy <laughs> the Kingdom Death Starter uh, or find yeah. someone who's willing to sell it to you. Um, but uh, or maybe you can get him individually in the store. I, I don't know really. But like you could put him elevated up so that way he kind of gets like the higher the higher um, model feel, and then you could yeah. have some of the lesser demons on the base kind of around him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then actually, if you wanted to follow that motif in general, GW's got that new Night Haunt series. You could have the, the ghosts and the banshees um, mm -hmm. kind of coming out as your lesser demons. Yeah, yeah, that'd and, be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Creature Caster obviously has some huge things, but I mean it. it yes up to you it's up to you really if you want to go kind of meta with it a lot of people go to wings and then they go to strikes and they kind of fit wings everywhere that they can to kind of mm. give that swooping monstrous creature and it costs points right so i mean it's it's fine it makes sense but um what like to me i always i, I don't find flying demons that terrifying um but what i do find is a bunch of demons running on foot or demons that are kind of skulking and you know mm -hmm. uh they're predatory they're in the shadows uh, that to me is way more scary than just a bunch of swooping like mm -hmm. demons the swooping yeah. demon motif kind of just reminds me of like the flying monkeys from the wizard of oz okay, <laughs> right? I, I i hear you on that one it just reminds me of back in 40k when you know all tyranids had wings and that's what everyone just did everybody threw wings on their tyranids and it's kind of like, oh, where's the yeah. horror yeah. mentality that, you know, I've always pictured the Tyranids with. Um, kind of yeah. Took me, it took me out of the immersion of the game when everything, everything had wings. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, follow, following in that sort of that sort of motif, uh, I think Lord of Sorcery would be a good one to, to tap in there if you can. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and uh, probably like Flensing Talons. Uh, I like I like that one quite a bit. Uh, or um, or Warp Scions could be good actually instead of the Lord of Sorcery. Well, I guess Lord of Sorcery is only for like, your right. Demon Lord stuff, but um, Warp Scions because I mean they they hate the warp, and coincidentally because they are of the warp, and so mm -hmm. they're going to use everything that they can at their disposal, right? So I I'd, I'd kind of want to see them as like a mix mm -hmm. of uh, of the different. The different um the different demon the or i guess the major demons right the, ma yeah. the major four um yeah. but i i don't see them being too much in the in the nurgle realm since nurgle is so different from kind of the other ones mm. right um so i see them more as a mix between like uh corn and zanich yeah okay that's right? a... because those those two are always kind of they're about destruction <sighs> Sorry, uh, I don't know if everyone can hear that coming through, but we're getting spammed in a group text right now on Facebook. And I usually like to leave Facebook open in case I need it. 
Um, but I just had uh, to close it. Nope, we're not. We're not. I'm not hearing anything. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's driving me nuts. It's distracting me. So, <laughs> I'm closing it. I'll open yeah. it back up if I need it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like the cleansing talons uh, or Lord of Sorcery uh, or Warp Sons. You could even build in like a couple units or there are some some are the the warp signs i think because i think you can uh, i think you can mix and match it correct uh, on the emanations of horror yes you can okay yeah yeah so i mean you can kind of set up like a duality right you can kind of create like a double-edged sword with the with the force yeah. um and again it, it it's kind of focusing on the two that are a little more destructive um of the uh of the chaos gods right i mean zanich is destructive kind of just through his over convoluting of everything mm-hmm. and his use of psychic power. Um, and corn is destructive through brutal physical means. So you can kind of blend the two together, I think, and have a real cool, uh, a real cool kind of force. Um, and then obviously mm-hmm. you're going to want to have, um, you know, brutes and you're going to want to have the, the giant guys, the big guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, those, those, uh, I know which ones you're talking about. The guy, basically they're uh, bullet sponges. Yeah, um, I'm just flipping through the book right now because I can't read my own notes. Uh, the Demon Beast and the Behemoths. Mm, the Behemoths, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like the Behemoths. Again, if you, if, I mean, if you want to just do this all Games Workshop models, you can. I would just look into the Night Haunt and the Death. Um, kind of, kind of side because I think they translate well. It's a lot of bones. Um. It's a lot of that kind of ultimate, ultimate death mm-hmm. that uh, you kind of get. So, um, sorry, man. I, I know, I know that this isn't the best listener list that we've ever done. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, um, neither one of us plays demons. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those newer those newer things, right? And and to be honest, well, I've seen I've seen Nurgle once. Other than that, I always end up fighting against Corn. Mm. Um, which is unfortunate, but uh, I mean, in in the Warhammer, in the Old World, and I assume in Age of Sigmar, um, Nagash became like a god of death, right? And I feel like he was kind of meant to replace Malal a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because uh, they can't use Malal anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, okay. But like, you can. There's some cool models in here, and I mean, like. What base size is this guy here? Sixty millimeter round base. Uh, Kurdos Valen- Valentian, the Craven King. Like he's a sick looking model. Um, very lich like. Uh, and then I mean, you can use Blade Geist Revenants as your your regular um, your lesser demons. Um, mm-hmm. This guy is nice and cheap. He's on an oval base, so he'd work well for the cavalry, I think. Um, Rikonor the Grimhaler. So there's options out there, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. It's all in how you want to theme it. So I mean, you can you can go down the regular demons lit demons way if you want to, and kind of being of chaos to destroy of chaos. You can kind of have you know Malal be kind of like the island of misfit children, yeah. and everyone who's fallen out of favor with their own gods, he's kind of provided them a home. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you want to get a little like you got screwed over by Zanich. You want you want a little payback, and then you can mix and match those demons just based on the models you like, which is awesome. I mean, how like 
I think we've all been there where we end up painting a unit because it fits the theme or it fits the meta and you hate the way it looks and you hate it. You don't want to convert your own up because it's a pain. Mm -hmm. Um, You just end up painting it and you don't enjoy it and you don't have fun. I think Malau, demons in general really give you this option to do that. Unfortunately, if you're going to go down the route of something like corn, you're obviously just going to use cornate models and maybe splash in a couple creature caster models. Um, but with something like Malal, you have so many options available to you, right? You can literally use whatever you want. Um, mm. and, and actually, now that I've mentioned it, I really like that idea of taking just the demon models you like and fitting them in based on like, hey, you've fallen out of favor with your god. Yeah. I'm here to get you a little bit of payback. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think that's where it's going to get cool. Right. Um, or if you want to be easy about it, just use the Nagash and the um, Night Haunt models. Because uh, even for, I think Brutes are 60 millimeter bases. I closed the book already, so I can't check. But like you could put Lady Oleander and Matriarch of Grief as one of them. Mm-hmm. And then you can have that Kurtos Valencian, the Craven King. He's on a 60 mil base. Yep. You can throw him in there. Um, and now you've got two individual looking brutes and then you can kind of do this, like every model's a character, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you could get your hands on that watcher model, throw him on a 60 mil base, uh, and you've got three very individual deaf looking brutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's a real cool winner there. Yeah. That could right? be a lot of fun. It'd be, it'd be fun to see on the table. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing, the great thing about that the demon rules in in book eight was the fact that they really gave you could make it your own there was so yeah. much i mean it, there are people that could take advantage of it but at the end of the day it was really a build a build a bear or build a demon you know uh you could take models and you could use because they obviously didn't have models for everything yeah um and they just allowed you just to really make the army yours and really personalize it yeah and that way i mean you can do just about anything like you the the theme is really what comes down to you know how you want to not even so much you know you know things working together and and whatnot but more or less like what you think is cool and what do you think is going to tell the best story yeah you know and yeah I feel like that's something that the demon the demon rules really uh, allow uh, a gamer to do. Yeah, um, it's it's a hobby's it's a hobby's dream if you oh, want to yeah. get in there, right? I mean, you don't even really have to. I mean, I like I like Malau. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't have like good lists built because I can't. I don't really know what's good, and I haven't played enough with them. And mm. so I, I mean, it's tough for me to say like, hey, do this like this is the kind of guy that you want to do. So I think depend on, you know, determine if you want to use wings or if you want to use kind of like more stalking shadowy horrors, mm-hmm. um, which is what I would do if I ever got around to doing this. Um, and uh, yeah. And then decide, do you just want to go like the easy route and go Nagash mm-hmm. night haunt type models um which isn't a bad choice i mean there's dragons and everything else you could use for massive gargantuans and behemoths and uh you know lords and everything else um and then of course like there's there's everything that's on creature caster i I don't know if you've been to creature caster or not have you yes oh yeah 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 i mean it's 
it's brilliant um like i mean uh they've got this queen of onslaught she's a little more cornate this guy's cornate too the berserker he's cool as shit but he's standing on a bunch of uh oh i mean they've got this death elemental that's your other that's your other brute right there Mm. um biomancer no that's not for him um uh the desire one kind of looked a little bit cool uh queen of malefica yep there you go that could be a good demon lord um she's a little sinichian looking but again just fitted into that theme right of uh you know this is uh this is my island of misfit children and i'm here to uh i'm here to help that that out i'm here to help you get payback we'll uh, Uh, throw a link into creature casters into uh the description uh because like the models are absolutely fantastic and i've seen these models firsthand they had them at lvo yeah 19 and 2020 oh here here we go if you want to go wings buddy lord of malice he looks like he's about the right size of a demon lord mm. and he's, he's got a bone he's got a sword made of bone uh he's kind of this blackish color with um some white spots on him he looks great uh there's a pincer demon he's a little sunashy looking but whatever you can fit him in just paint him right um boreal tree walker that's kind of cool i guess there's a zombie dragon there you go right um Are you, yeah you said lord of malice you said lord of malice yeah oh, he's like yeah, 60 dollars yeah oh. um i'm looking at it right could, now jesus oh that's so awesome yeah see and then his face kind of matches those like yeah the brute brute face a little bit like mm-hmm. it, and his face is kind of skull it, it looks like a skull as well it's got some yeah. skin over it but this this kind of like mottling on the skin you can kind of see like they went inverse with it yeah. you can see kind of like the darker freckles on the white spots of his body that's kind of more what i mean but yeah. this guy also kind of looks like a dragon right so you can start fitting mm-hmm. dragon motif into a lot of your stuff mm-hmm. um yeah he's winged so i mean if that's the model that you love get over there right now because he's in stock and he's only 59 dollars Fucking steal uh, of a deal, baby. Seventy nine Canadian, fifty nine US. Oh, whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. probably on the US shop. <laughs> uh, he's on a sixty millimeter round base, but just build him up. Just like put him on a bigger base on one hundred and thirty mil. Yeah. Uh, just buy one of those from GW's site, and then just he, build it up. Just make him a little bit taller. Build him on maybe some ruin. Put maybe some dead corn demons and some dead other other houses on there. Uh, he's sitting at almost six inches tall, so he's he's a big boy. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty close to the size of a um he's not quite the size of like uh like a bloodthirster. I think they're like nine inches or so. It might be eight. Um so I mean just bump him up a little bit. Put him on two inches worth of two inches of other dead demons. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you you can make it happen, man. I believe in you. Um yeah. but he's he's probably He's probably an easy one, and he's fairly cheap. Or just use him as a brute as well, or or a demon lord, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's your the world is literally your oyster. Yeah, and Creature uh, is definitely a great site to. Uh, oh yeah, I'm just now I'm on Creature Caster. I'm all over this now. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a mm-hmm. it's a beautiful. Um, right, the models beautiful are fantastic. Thing. I've seen I've seen them firsthand. They are gorgeous models. I I mean. It's a fantastic. They're fantastic models. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I'm, I'm more. I, I still like the. Uh, I do still like the. Um, 
the like death motif behind it and that's an easy one to do but mm. i'm all, I also i'm really i'm really starting to like this idea of just like take the models you like fit them in there and yeah. just paint them like he's blessed them with you know their ruin mm. or their ability to ruin their former masters and their skin's kind of changed and their corporeal form has changed a bit with it yeah um yeah, I, I hope this helps, man. I mean, all it's done for me is make me want to fucking spend more money, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it though. I'm not doing it. Uh, I almost. I almost like this week as well. I almost went down the route of like doing an Emperor's Children thing yeah, for Return to Isfahan. Now that we have more time, but I've gotten through it. I stayed strong and I got through it. You got through it. Good. I got through it. I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, because um, I, I had like a list built out and I was like, I don't even have to buy anything. <laughs> Except for Saul Tarvitz when he comes out, um, but no, I'm, I'm through it. Through it. I'm through it keep on my it. original idea of the Istvan Survivor Force because well, I think I'm the only person uh, in the Return to Istvan that I've seen. It's like, hey, I'm not one of the four legions. Uh, yeah. I really took this one askew. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I actually I think you are right on that one, and uh, I think that I think that just uh, is a thumbs up to you. You didn't go with one of the original legions. You went fucking left field. Yep. Typical Alex. Typical me. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be tough. It's but it's gonna be cool. I just I like I like all the robes that are in it. Um, mm. And uh, I mean, if I'm if I'm not meant to play Caleb Decima on Istvan three, why would you give me an Istvan Survivor Force specific um, <laughs> force organization chart? Yeah, exactly. That specifically says is to represent Caleb Decima on Isvan Three. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's it's fate. Just 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 leave, you know just focus on what on that. Just keep looking at that. Yeah, I think it'll look great. Uh, I think it'll be a great army. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to play against it. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun and it'll, it'll give me I a think... nice uh, nice allied list for my uh, my Skitari. Yeah, uh, which will which will be nice. So yeah. Um, Right on, Brad. I hope that helps, man. Uh, if it doesn't, feel free to like reach out, um, have a chat just on on Facebook. I'm more than willing to to do that and to workshop uh, mm-hmm. in private with you from the hobby perspective. Um, unfortunately, that's that's really all the advice I can give you right now, um, because uh, the again the only I played Nurgle once and against Nurgle. Mm-hmm once and then everyone else i've seen and played against and watched has it's been torn yeah. um which uh i mean i've said it a million times i've said it about the pori if something becomes an auto take or an auto include it's mm-hmm. broken yeah right and uh and i i don't care you could be you could be the best player in the world but i'm not gonna see it if you're just taking the auto includes if your entire your entire thing's just auto include but uh if it's beautifully painted I'll fucking, I'll happily get shit kicked by every day. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. Um, yeah. Right on. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, tell us a little bit about this Sons of Horus. Well, it's not Sons of Horus, it's Luna Wolf. Oh, might be. <laughs> so, might be, uh, dog. Jake, he uh, messaged us, he actually emailed us on the uh, Gmail or Gmail email address um okay. and he had a couple lists he was looking for 
uh, I know he was looking for uh, some more clarification on Blood Angel's uh, armored breakthrough, and we were going to do that. That's we're yeah. for an episode. Uh, but he yeah. also is looking, he's doing a Luna Wolves with the theme being uh, Olinor. And he sent us what he had. So I'm just going to quickly bring that up. Just give me one second. So we can, I I, I mean, he wanted to, our thoughts on on the list. Now, he, he built this list based on playing in the double, the Bromance tournament at uh, Nova Open. Yeah, the doubles event. Which is unfortunately uh, not happening. Uh, he also said that he did not know what his partner was taking. So he... He sent us what his list was, and I'm just gonna pull it up here. Oh, there we go. Click on that. Okay, there we go. We're good to go. So he had a 1500 point list, and he wants to eventually bring this up to about 3,000 points. And he, and the the list that he has is it's a good list. It's uh, it's a hard hitting list. Uh, but I mean, I myself would make some changes to it. Uh, with the caveat that this is pushing towards a theme and a theme down the road, and and less towards like say competitive. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, we we should give a caveat. We have never been to the Nova Open. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not familiar with the event. We're not familiar if it's supposed to be like. Here we are, man. We're gonna we're gonna shit kick you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh obviously we we've played in events like that we've been to events like that and yeah. it's it's a little bit different so we'll still give you something that's effective oh yeah uh, uh, i i still think this is going to be an effective list yeah. um with uh said before narrative doesn't mean nerfed no it, it just doesn't. doesn't it just means cohesive yeah yeah coherent it's theme coherent coherent theme that's still gonna i i think it would still shake it so in in jake's original list he's taking a delgadis with okay. refractor field artificer armor plasma pistol power axe now nice i know cheap, this ball nice cheap way to get yeah, uh, 115 right points yeah uh, and he's taking pride of the legion um he also has a warmonger that warmonger is in cataphractic terminator armor combi plasma thunder hammer for okay. elites he has an apothecary detachment he's got two apothecaries one with artificer armor and a volkite charger one with an artifact, just artificer armor. Okay. And now we're going to move into troops. So he's got a five man Terminator or just Aaron Terminator squad. They're mm-hmm. armed with five combi plasma, two chain fists, three power fists, and they're going to be deep striking with the warmonger. I like I've it. Made, I've made a little bit of a change to that, and we'll discuss that. I mean, you've already kind of discussed it, but he's got a veteran tactical squad. Um, it's a seven man. Uh, so this, this is lazy heresy, right? This is Pride of the Legion. I did keep Pride of the Legion because I feel it does fit for the, the Luna Wolves because they are the best of the best. But we'll move. We'll, we'll continue. Don't worry. Just, just here. Right. I'm just going to finish going through the list. Sergeant has a combi plasma, artificer armor, melta bombs, a nuncio vox, vixella, three plasma, a plasma gun, and three combi plasma. They're in dedicated transport. Uh, so a rhino. Dozer blades, extra armor, pintle-mounted, multi-melta. He's also got the Apothecary and the Delgadis is going to be riding with them, and they're going to take the Veteran Tactic uh, Stalker, so they can. He's intending to outflank them. Yeah. Uh for his third troop choice, he's taking another Veteran squad. 
This is only a five man with a sergeant, so six total. Uh, okay. The sergeant has artificer armor and a combi melta, and you'll be able to see what he's going with with this squad. The he's one marine's gonna have a melt gun. Four of them are gonna have combi meltas. They're gonna be riding in a termite. I've made some changes to that. Okay. We're taking uh, the vet tactical machine killer. It's a vet tactical machine killer. Yeah. Um, the final troop choice is a tactical support squad, which is an eight man squad with a sergeant, so nine altogether. The sergeant has artifice armor. They all have Volkite chargers, and they're riding in a Rhino dedicated troop transport with dozer blade, extra armor, pistol yeah. mounted, multi melta. The Volkite charger has, or the squad has a. Uh, yeah, the apothecary, apothecary with the Volkite chargers. Yeah. Gonna go and then that. for his fast attack, he took uh, termite siege or salt drill. So I liked it, yeah. Yeah. but I felt like. Things were. It's cool. it's your it's your generic sort of take on all comers medalist. Yeah. Um, I mean, part part of the issue I think that he's coming out with is the fact that he doesn't know what his partner's taking. He has um, no idea what his partner's taking. So yeah, that that's, is a that's immediately going to put you on the back foot. Yes. Um, yeah, you have yeah. no, you have no cohesiveness with your partner, so you don't know what he's doing. And so you're just trying to like, okay, this is what I think is going to work well with my partner, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the safe bet, right? That's why mm. it's kind of called lazy heresy um, when you go pride to the legion, uh, which I mean, it it works, right? It's a, it's you know, it's it's not it's not the sports car, it's not the pickup truck, it's that reliable Honda Civic. It's going to yeah. get you there. You know it's going to get you there. You know it's going to be comfortable, mm. and it's not likely to break down that badly. Um, so I get it. I get. I get where he's coming from. Yeah. This. No, and I. I totally get it too. I mean, I yeah. for the most part, I kept his idea intact, but I made some tweaks okay. to it. And this is what I would do if I was playing now. Okay. Instead of making a um, all comers list without knowing my uh, a partner's list. I decided, yeah. well, you know what? I'm just going to make a list that's going to be a hammer. And my partner should be making a anvil. So what I did is I kept the Delgados. It's a perfect choice. It's cheap. It's effective. It'll do its job. He'll do his yep. job. Yep. Kept the Warmonger. But I took him out of the Cataphractic Terminator armor because he has an Iron Halo. Yeah. So I just put, put him, him in Tartarus. Tartarus so he can get that sweep. Uh, I did keep him, you know, with the Volkite, the Combi Volkite Charger. Combi Plasma? And- uh, is it combi plasma? Doesn't matter. It's the same cost. Combi plasma. Yeah. yeah, it is a combi plasma yeah. and the thunderhammer. Kept it the same. Yeah. Um, where the change. However, guy, if you've already built him in cataphracty, obviously don't change it. <laughs> you know, what? it's funny. Yeah. I I know he's already built it in cataphracty. I, uh, I did okay. the list up, and then I saw I went onto his Instagram. Um, minis underscore buy underscore applesauce. He's a fantastic oh, okay. painter. Yeah. And so I'm I'm guessing that that. The warmonger is like that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I see it. That's why you said the Volkite Charger because he's he's got that cataphracty. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. event only model um, yeah. that came with the combi Volkite. So, all right, yeah. that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Now, I, I again, this is how I would build it if I was starting from scratch. Um, not so much starting from scratch. I I I I changed some things just because I thought it'd be. 
more bang for your buck. So yeah. when it came to the apothecaries, I kept them the same. I like his Delagatus. Uh, yeah, it's a kick-ass Delagatus. It's a yeah. He used the uh, he used the Vigilator as the base model. Yeah, yeah. And I just like how he's got the fist. I mean, like I said, go and check him out. He is a fantastic painter. Minions yeah, we'll underscore... link him in the show notes. Yeah, he'll be in the show notes. Please check him out. He has, he's got a beautifully painted uh, Primaris Blood Angels, and he looks like he's got a Blood Angels um, 30K army as well, judging by some of the models I'm seeing here. Uh, I am on his Instagram right now as we speak. So where I made the changes, I kept the Tactical Support Squad the same. I thought it was, I like Volkai Chargers. I think it's it's great. It'll be a great uh, thin the herd crowd control kind of unit. Yeah. Um, I did. Well, now, sorry, I just have, I have a quick question. Just remind me, um, the Sons of Horus, that, is that a Legion trait where they go up to Ballistic Skill 5 when they're within like 12 inches? It's a Legion trait. Or is that trait. a War? Okay, it's a, it is a Legion trait. Yeah. Um, perfect. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so I mean, those Volkai Chargers are almost always going to be in Ballistic Skill 5. Yeah, so you're basically, you're going to race that Rhino up, you're going to get out, and you're going to get Ballistic Skill 5 and just mow down whatever is in front of you. And of course, using the Apothecary 2, when the return fire comes, maybe it won't be as brutal as, you know, it could be without that Apothecary. So I kept it the same. I did. Now, I don't know if he added all the gear to the uh, the Rhinos because he was making up points. Um, I thought they no, were uh, probably did it because that's the best pattern of Rhino. That's why. Well, I'm all for the uh, I'm all for the multi melta on the the pintle mounted multi melta. I love the pintle mounted multi melta. I just wouldn't go with the extra armor. It's yeah, I, I yeah, I, I typically don't take. I'd, the extra I, armor. I I'd say I do take the, the dozer extra, blade though. Yeah, I I kept the dozer blade, but I did drop the extra armor just because if it's five points, and I don't think it's going to save your butt at the end of the day. In a rhino, I just don't see it. But no. that's just my opinion. Um, where things do change is the Terminators. Now, my thinking was this is a small force. Um, I can't really see Justerin uh, making an appearance in such a small skirmish style, you know, battle. Uh, it's a small, you know, small Luna Wolves force. So what I thought was. I still kept the, the Warmonger, but I went with a Tartarus Terminator squad um, with a Heavy Flamer and two Combi Flamers and then Power Fists and Chain Fists. Two Chain Fists, two Power Fists. Sergeant with a uh, Power Weapon. I made it a Power Axe so he can nerf um, those uh, uh, those uh, Sergeants with Artificer Armor mm-hmm. uh, and while well, keeping the point cost down. Because I mean, it's fifteen hundred points. We have a we're we're working in within a real tight limit here. Now, my whole thinking was yeah. when you come down with the uh, with the um, the warmonger and that terminator squad, you can now run. You spread out, and that way, if you get any blast weapons or any flamer weapons, they're not going to be as devastating. How many points is that? Uh, altogether, it's two hundred twenty-nine points. Okay, so you're saving pretty much 100 points. Yes. Um, to play devil's advocate on that... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm listening. The plasma guns, the combi plasmas, he's probably going to shoot those as soon as he drops. This is true. 
This right? So he's going to put a big dent in whatever's there, and then even if the blast weapons hit him, he's more survivable. Well, I mean, I mean, again, we could probably... S- My only thinking was the inevitable charge that's going to come, and yeah. flamers are going to be a heavy deterrent for that charge. They would, charge. yeah. But at the same time, I also do see your point that those plasma... Uh, combi plasmas, they're whatever they're going to shoot at, they're probably going to make a fairly big dent. Plus, they're going to be within 12 inches. So, you know what? I can see both going both ways. Yeah, because I mean, chances are, and you said that's a five man target. It's a five man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the Justerian also have two wounds apiece, right? They are, yes. Yeah, so I mean, for basically 100 points, you're you're not getting the same output as 10 Tartarus Terminators, but you're getting the, you're getting more survivability. Yeah, that's right? true. So, um, I'm a but, fan of leaving the Justerian in. But, me. I mean, I've made changes late down the road that will make sense. Okay. okay? Alright. So, I saved 100 points, and that's key to this. I saved 100 points. And I've yeah. given this army more of a cohesiveness. I did drop the Termite and gave the Melta, term, the Melta Vets um with machine killer a rhino with a multi-melta the thing is and i understand what his thinking was was you know i'm gonna pop up i'm gonna get out whatever i decide to shoot at i'm gonna kill yeah. um although to be to be fair to give him a heads up yeah you're you're not gonna kill anything huge no right if you like it's even 50-50 if he kills the Land Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Armored Ceramite? Yeah, especially if it has Armored Ceramite. If it doesn't have Armored Ceramite, then yeah, he's probably going to nuke it. But um, That five-man will likely kill a Sycorin, because mm-hmm. it's only three hole points. And or it's kind of weak on the sides. Yeah, Predators and things like that. So, I mean, I think I think you're right to make that change, for sure. Um, and I, I did that so that it has more versatility. Instead of going just after tanks, it could go after a Terminator squad because it would be effective yeah. against a Terminator squad, 100%. Yeah, exactly. And, and if he's up against an army, I mean, that's the nice thing about veteran tactics is you don't have to pick it until the start of the game. Yeah, exactly. So you can change right. what tactics you're you're, you're picking. Uh, when it came to the the vet squad, the large vet squad, the, the Delgadis and the, uh, and the uh, Apothecary are running with, I kept them the same. Uh, okay. I did get rid of the extra armor on the uh, Rhino on again the run, yeah. because it's five points, and I just I don't see it saving your butt in the long run for five points. Sure. And again, nope. this change comes down the road. Now, where the change really comes is I decided one of my favorite units and one of the units that I think is one of the workhorses in just about every army I've ever used them in is javelins javelins with a multi-melta and missile launchers they're fast they're they can they can uh uh what's the word jink they're usually overlooked and because they can be overlooked they have ability to get into your back your opponent's back lines so my whole theme and thought process behind designing this list was to um it's the anvil or it's the hammer it's what's hitting your opponent as hard as possible it's getting right up in them and it would continue into the theme of the larger 
uh, list later on down the road. And I'm going to get into that as soon as I explain myself here. The whole thing was mechanized, highly mobile, in your face, taking advantage of like the, the plus the plus one ballistic skill within 12 inches, um, giving your opponents too many targets to choose from where something's going to slip through. And every one of these units is, is going to be a hard hitting unit. Um, and taking, dropping the Justerans for a regular Terminator squad. I mean, just gave you the ability and, and dropping the artificer or not the artificer armor, the extra armor on all the, uh, veteran or on the rhinos gives -hmm. you the ability to take two very effective land speeders you can put them in the squadron together or you can keep them separate they can outflank always keep Uh, them separate yeah well always keep them separate because if like the wounds carry or hull points yeah exactly unless you're like the the only time you don't is when you get into things like talons like um yeah and not the army but like a dreadnought talon yeah yeah. then they walk off and they they behave as separate units I mean, it's, uh, it does. It doesn't change the point cost. It's still they're sixty-five points each, and yeah. they have a great front armor. They have jink. Uh, they can put out a ton of firepower. So they're hitting um, on twos. Yeah, they're hitting on twos. So basically, if you're within twelve inches, everything in your army is hitting on a ballistic skill of, of five. Like you're hitting yeah. on twos, and it just it just makes this whole army very elite and very. It's swinging. It's the big swing hammer. And it's going to hit you hard. And if you're, you know, I would talk to your, your buddy who, who you don't know his list. I talk to him and be like, Hey, you be the anvil between the two of us. We hit our opponent as hard as we can. We pinch them in, in between us. I come in hard. You're behind them, stopping them from getting, you know, away. And that way we have this cohesive fast in your face, taking a full advantage of the, the uh, Luna Wolves or Sons of Horus. You know, higher ballistic skill and close range, taking full advantage of like, okay, so yeah, you have these uh, vets with um, multi-meltas or with melted guns, but they don't necessarily need to be the ones taking out your tank, out, out tanks or light vehicles. Your, no. your, uh, your land speeders can do that. They can now yeah. be t- targeting Terminator squads or, you know, yeah. you know, other yeah, you heavy hitting you. And then your Terminator squads can be mulching through regular tactical Marines. You know, yeah. there's just that way of slowly just like I always find people are always like, OK, my Terminators are going to take on Terminators. You know, my melted guns, they're, they're only meant for taking out tanks. Well, no, they're really good at taking out a lot of things. Yeah, which um, is probably I mean, his Justerin are probably meant to take out Terminators. Right. That's yeah. why he's got them with combi plasma. Mm-hmm. So what I would what I would probably do um is not make them just staring and this makes it easy for him because then he doesn't have to make new models yeah um but just make them cataphracty make them cataphracty yeah and and mm-hmm. try to stick with the plasma yeah oh yeah um, i do see then, the, i do see the benefit of the plasma i i 100 yeah yeah i think i think you can go either way with it um i, I would almost be say honest. if you could keep a heavy flamer in there because it would really well, yeah. i guess in cataphracty it doesn't matter they they can't they can't yeah, they can't uh no, they can't. They can't. My, um, my only, my only thinking when it came to the whole Tartarus Terminator armor, armor was the inevitable. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I get where you're coming from, and I, I prefer Tartarus Terminator armor. Myself. I love the look of Terminus, Tartarus. Um, Terminus. But uh, I think, and I mean, it's it's totally it's totally up to Jake, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I I like everything else that you've done, but I think 
when you're deep striking a Terminator squad, mm-hmm. you, you don't generally want them to be Tartarus. Um, you want the Tartarus for the run. Tartarus really shines, I think, in like Centurion mode. Yeah. Um, and probably Zone Mortalis as well. Um, yeah, I hear that, you. I, I, yeah. I mean, there, there, was a th- there was a thought process behind just it was in the inevitable flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong, thing. right? I'm just no, I'm I hundred, I, counterpoint. I would um, 100% say that these are not just Aaron and just go with regular Terminators and save yourself that point. Yep. Um, that's that's and, probably what I would do as well. And very much think that they are not going to be taking on Terminators. Let your let your clan spears take on the Terminators. Let your let your um, melted guns take on the Terminators. Let these Terminators take on the squishy stuff. The stuff that isn't going to stop them. The stuff that isn't going to hang them up for turn after turn after turn. Because I mean, yeah. how many times have we gotten Terminator on Terminator combat and it's just like three turns later, oh, they're finally all dead. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's what you got to do. Right. It's gonna, I it's mean, gonna depend on, it's gonna depend on, on what he's doing and, and what he's up against. But I'm, I'm guessing that he's probably not gonna run into too many night lists. Um, fingers no. crossed. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a lot more things closer to this. So, but I think to your point, he really needs to talk to his partner, mm-hmm. and his partner needs to compliment it because otherwise, I mean, his partner is just gonna come with an identical list to this, more or less. Uh, yeah. and you'll, you'll do well, but I wouldn't expect you to win. No, no because there's going to be that one, that one, that one list that's just going to have a counter for everything you're already doing. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, moving forward, I would definitely keep the theme of, cause I guess when I was, when I started thinking about this and when I was, you know, making the changes to the list, all I was thinking about was all these rhinos and land speeders and, you know, scimitar jet bikes flying forward and then coming to a screeching halt and just lambasting the orcs or you know an orc encampment or you know maybe a convoy of orcs because i mean he's using olinor as his 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 theme and his uh muse for building this list and i just thought or even you know when they're 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 taking down going after uh, speed freaks you know chasing down speed freaks or just i just had this image of a wave of land rhinos and whatnot just flying through uh the desert and that's well yeah i I mean if if he's going to a three thousand point list right with with your theme i think i think the right thing to do is go jet bikes yeah right he needs needs things that are in a deep strike because otherwise those or or switch over to armor breakthrough Mm because he needs to get those rhinos up the fast at the end of the day rhino's still just a rhino um, I know I I'm a huge fan of I use him a ton, but he needs something that, like, turn two is going to mm. outflank in. It's going to start deep striking. It's going to start hitting in. Well, and, I, and again, uh, I, I was avoiding armored breakthrough because we have. Yeah, we no. have ran yeah, that down well, people's throat. Yeah, uh, that's, that's why I'm saying, like, if you want to stick with Pride of the Legion, like, mm-hmm. go for it. But I think I think your, your point of using, like, jet bikes is. Yeah is the way to go because you can, you can get a couple squads in there volkite culverins and get a couple squads in there of like multi-meltas or whatever yeah mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't use jet bikes a lot but um i, well, just I, mean, I don't really know why but i mean the thing is with, with jet bikes they're they're they can be really really effective but they can also 
they're a glass hammer in some cases. Like they are toughness five, they're AP two, armor two. It's when a plasma gun or a plasma squad starts shooting at them, and you're jinking, but they're they're still dying. Like they are, they're still fairly heavy point cost. Don't get me wrong, I prefer I prefer jet bikes over outriders. Outriders still have their place; they still have a, a spot. But I just I like the the jet bikes more. I think they're a better well rounded unit myself. Yeah. Um, and I know that a fully kitted out scimitar jet bike squad is actually cheaper than a fully kitted out uh, outrider squad. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I mean, bump bump up the to real just Darren. Go to a yeah, full I, a, a you're, maximum you're, strength squad to go with your yeah. warmonger. Oh yeah, and 100%. then flesh it out with jet bikes. Yeah, and, and then, then and then you come your own anvil and have. Anvil yeah, exactly right. Because then, then his his anvil or is his rhino rush. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the hammer is all these jet bikes and deep striking just Darren. Yeah. And then then he's gonna have to make some real fucking hard choices. Yeah. Being his opponent of like, mm-hmm. do I deal with this fucking thirteen man Terminator squad? That's mm-hmm. essentially twenty six wounds. Yeah. Um. And do I deal with the jet bikes, plasma, or do I want to deal with these jet bikes, right? So, um, but uh, I think the jet bikes, in coordination with the javelins, will take care of any major armor threat that's on the, on the board. Um, and then, you know, anything that's still there, those melt vets will mop up once it yeah. gets up there. Um, but then bump those vet squads up to max. Yeah, max the all. max the vet squads up. Even you yeah. know maybe even. Praetor. Yeah, throw yeah. Change that Delgado to Praetor. If you have the points. Obviously you don't think it really matters too much. Most of us lose our warlord anyway, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um one of those things that I do wish warlords were a little more surviving. Now I, I mean I, warrior. I, I can't stress this enough. Check out his Instagram. He is a phenomenal painter. He actually came in third for the painting competition at the Nova open in 2019. So this oh, guy is like, this, he, he is a like, Oh, he has, he has blood angel outriders. I'm sorry. I'm on his, I'm on his Instagram right now. Uh, I mean, they're just phenomenally painted models. I definitely recommend checking them out. And I mean, I hope I he's hope got heresy blood angels. Looks like, well, yeah, he does have a heresy blood angels. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm looking at, he's got a heresy blood angels, uh, Tartarus terminator squad here with lightning claws. They look fantastic. They're just his red is so beautiful. Um, God, yeah, yeah, his red is a beautifully deep red. Very well, has a lot of depth to it. A lot of you know, beautiful. He's a beautiful painter. Um, and we are eventually going to be doing. Uh, he want he wanted some ideas for an armor breakthrough. Blood Angels. Yeah, yeah, I chatted with him a bit about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, uh... I'll do that on the next episode for September 30th. Um, we'll do that one. Make a note right here. Do we? We also are going to be breaking down the book nine, are we not? Uh, fuck. Yeah, we are. So I guess we'll only do one listener list. Yeah, I think we should do the, um, the Night Lords because it'll be complimentary. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, sorry, man. I'm getting bumped to October 15th. Yeah, sorry, but. I mean, hey, I hope I hope you I hope you like my thought process and where I'm trying to take this whole uh, army. I would love to see what you end up doing. Uh, it sucks that you guys that the Nova the Nova Open isn't happening. I mean, a lot of great events are not happening. 
uh, which sucks. But I mean, this just gives you more time to flush out this beautifully painted uh, Luna Wolves army. I can't wait to see what he does with it. I really can't. Like, keep us, keep us, uh, you know, informed. Let us know how things are going. Um, I cannot wait to see what he does. I mean, whatever he does do, he has a good head on his shoulders. I mean, he's going to have a good list no matter what. I just kind of yeah. tried to make it more thematic. Yeah. Cohesive yeah, thematic. Sure. You know, and I, I could see, like, I understand where he was coming from. I knew as soon as I saw his list what his goals were. I just kind of tweaked it to my own flair and how I would do it. So hopefully mm-hmm. that helps. Um, I think either list would be a hard-hitting list and on yep. its own would probably do really well. Either list. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I would very much agree. Uh, okay, cool. So um, what I've got here for listener list then, we've got September 30th, we're going to do the Night Lords for Brad. Okay. Uh, and then I guess we'll review the Night Lords section of book nine. Yeah. And then uh, October 15th, um, we'll do... Uh, uh, no, actually, nope. we're going to push him. Mm-hmm. We're going to push him to October 30th. Um, just to kind of push some stuff around. Uh, and then on October 15th, we'll do John Swenson's White Scars Armored Breakthrough. Oh, yes. I forgot about that one. John, uh, keep an ear out for October 15th. Yeah. And then um, and, uh, and on October 15th, we'll do the Dark Angels section, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, October well, 30th, we'll do well, no, James. No, no, I, I, I think we should do the, the Dark Angels both of it's gonna be next. too much. I think it's gonna be too much. That's gonna well, be like it's gonna be a massive episode if we do that. Um, well, we'll discuss that. Let's, okay, let's see how long. We'll see what time we're at. We'll yeah. be prepared to do it, and then we'll see what time we're at. Sounds good. Uh, and then uh, I think that's a fair compromise. Oh. And then um, yeah, White Scars October fifteenth, Blood Angels October thirtieth, mm-hmm. and then James's last request on November fifteenth. Right awesome. on. Okay. All right. Okay. Guys. So we're going to take a quick break schedule. here. Yep. Uh, we'll I need to pressure up a drink and then we'll be back with a little bit of Raven Guard. Sorry to step on your toes there. I'm just no dying for a drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. If we go different ways, thoughts and all my faith will go with If we left different lives, my dreams, my
the Death and Betrayal podcast. All right, we're here for our last segment of episode nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to help help this guy get an idea of how the Raven Guard can be themed and how to build a list. Oh man, this is like straight up your alley. You're gonna love this. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I couldn't find the original post, so sorry, man. I can't give you a shout out. Um, uh, hopefully you're listening, but sure you are because i mentioned we were talking about it but <laughs> right on so you want to play raven guard um i'm not going to get into kind of the background too much because uh when we do return to isban 5 um, yes. obviously I'll, I'll do something a little similar to what we've done with the first mm-hmm. four yeah, legions sure. but um if you want to play raven guard uh obviously the rules uh in the theme are, are going to come into play here so um the major rule that they get is there is in their Legion of Stardust Raven Guard, which is by Wing and Talon. Mm-hmm. Um, so much like there's two parts to that sentence, uh, there is two parts to the Raven Guard. Um, so there is the infantry side, which gains infiltrate and fleet. And then you also get um, the all infantry uh, and terminator armor with jump packs or bikes of any kind mm-hmm. they receive um furious assault Ooh. so they're they're plus one strength on the charge oh, now brutal. yeah yeah so keep that, keep that in mind when we talk about dark furies mm-hmm. um so i've i've played them pretty much since i started in heresy and when i first started i kind of used to mix and match it a little bit um and even up uh up until last lvo that i went to 2019 i still mix and matched it a little bit mm-hmm. uh because i like jump marines and i was trying to kind of pick you know a little thing from every little piece uh well my my, my 2019 list was kind of themed off of the compendium mm-hmm. black library novel korax okay. so you've got you know agapito and his assault squads um you've got bran and his raptors uh, and then you've got your regular like tactical marines and veterans and things like that. Um, and then uh, I was trying to play it. Uh, you know, I had my more Dathan, and there's no Whisper Cutter, but there is the Darkwing Pattern Storm Eagle. So yeah, um, I flew. You know, I flew my more Dathan in the Darkwing Pattern Storm Eagle, which is meta move. But if you're Raven Guard, you have to have one or two meta moves right in your pocket. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, uh, especially if you're playing the way I play, which is like almost no two plus saves. So what I've kind of no found two plus saves. <laughs> yeah, like I think I have five in the whole army. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's uh, in that standard list anyway? So what I what I would recommend is kind of keep those two things separate. Don't mix them together because um, it it tends to exacerbate the holes that kind of fall into the dark uh, the not the dark angels. Clearly, I got book nine on my mind. Um, <laughs> uh, that fall into the uh, the wheelhouse of uh, the Raven Guard. Um, there are like some things you can do to kind of mix them. Um, man, what are you doing with your microphone? <laughs> like, getting like a pop out of you, like every like. I don't know what the heck was going on there. Oh, sounds sorry. like you're like. Sounds like you're doing some chew. I'm just spitting into deer tin. No. <laughs> I saw the spike too, and I was like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, that, I don't know what that was. Yeah, no worries. It's uh, it's done now, though. Um, I was like, are you eating? <laughs> no. Just bumping just, the microphone I'm, I'm, with your I, 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 
Actually, I had it on mute. I had it muted for a second because I was taking a drink that's, of water. That's, no, that's what that's what's happening. Uh, so every time, every time you come off mute, your microphone like makes a pop. Or every uh, time you come mute, your microphone makes a pop. So just drink and just don't slurp it. You'll be fine. <laughs> be yeah, no, it's fine. I've been drinking right. this whole time. Can't even hear it. No, uh, actually, right. I think I slurped my wine once earlier. <laughs> Whatever. Let's right. listen so, to that. It's early in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So there, there, there is one way that you can kind of mix it if you do want to, mm-hmm. um, but you're going to be using draw pods for it, uh, and that's that's the first unique right award decapitation strike, which is what I almost exclusively run. Um, it's it's not what I'm running on the newer list that I'm cooking up. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that in a second. So uh, I, I typically run decapitation strike, but I keep everything in um, much more uh, of the infantry. So I'm high infiltrating because one thing that you have to remember is that when you're infiltrating and you have dedicated transports, those dedicated transports infiltrate with you. Mm-hmm. So that means I've got tactical marines inside rhinos with dozer blades and multi maltas and they're infiltrating yeah. i've got quad mortars and the quad mortars are infiltrating uh and then i've got a land raider proteus and it's filled with seekers and it's infiltrating mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and then i've got my more dathan and the storm eagle and they're they're hanging out in the back and then i've also got uh, i used to use a, a unit of recon squads just because i like them they're mm-hmm. fluffy and, and i built them literally out of scrap pieces uh, yeah, all, they all in Merc six. Yeah, they're 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 a little static, but whatever, it's fine. Um, and uh, they were cheap uh-huh. on the wallet. <laughs> and uh, but I've since replaced them with Volkai Caliber team okay. because when you infiltrate, you don't have to move. It doesn't count as a move. So mm-hmm. being heavy two thirty inch range strength six with the flag rate, you'll do more damage than the recon marines will. But it fits well for a nice. Uh, and like a nice ambush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, exactly. And then if it's a scoring mission where you score every turn, they're scoring, so you've got them on an objective. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's all infiltrating, and then the decap strike. For those of you who don't know, the effects are for whom the bell tolls. Uh, everyone or every Legion of Stardust unit in the force gains preferred enemy independent characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's huge, right? Okay. Especially when you think about how you know you're going to get points for killing the warlord. Guys are usually going to have at least three independent characters running around. It's going to help you kill primarchs. It's going to help you kill praetors. Yeah. It's going to help you kill special characters. It's, if somebody shows up with a primus medicaid, now that's catch twenty two for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I'm going to be rerolling the wounds and the hits. Mm-hmm. Predatory strike. So this is a big one. When you're so much power armor and you, you don't have a lot of survivability, and yeah. the Raven Guard really are a glass cannon. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's where this is going to help because it's going to help you to reroll the dice to see who goes first slash deploys first in this part of the mission being played. Mm-hmm. Now, if the majority of, you, of your units are infiltrating, deploying first doesn't really matter. Um, what, it's, what you're really after is going first. Um, you're going to need that alpha strike and you're going to need it so that way you can kind of deal with that big piece of machinery that probably has a big blast, <laughs> AP2 mm-hmm. uh, or AP3. It's just, it's going to mulch it. Yeah. And then Fury 
theory from above. So this is where things get a little cheeky and you can you can pull some real meta strats. So once kind of profirens and shit started popping up all over our area, uh, mm-hmm. I swapped my jump my assault squad out for uh, a unit of veteran tactical marines with machine killers. Mm-hmm. Right. Unlike James there. Um, but Fury from Above means that all tactical squads, veteran tactical squads, tactical support squads, seeker squads, and heavy support squads may choose a Legion drop pod as dedicated transports, mm-hmm. uh, so long as their number does not exceed the Legion drop pod's transport capacity. In addition, Death Storm drop pods may be chosen as elites rather than heavy support choices oh. by a force using this right of war. Oh. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, so oh. you can pack them into a 35-point drop pod, which is what I have to do now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you drop it in front of that profiron, and you just tell it to get fucked. Give it the big, give it the middle finger and just annihilate it. Yeah, or get most of it down, and then you can yeah. use the last cannons and the shatter shells to deal with whatever's left. Oh. Um, yeah. Now, there are some limitations to this Red War. You can only take a single heavy support choice. That's why the Death Storm Death Storm, yeah elites instead uh, my elites though is already like jam-packed um, so. oh yeah uh, and then detachments using this right may only take a single console as part of their hq choices uh, the way you can get around this is take like kate is next mm-hmm. uh, because any any special character technically doesn't count as a console okay. uh, unless this console inside their special rules Okay. Uh, and then detachments using this right of war may not take fortifications or allied space marine detachments. Um, so obviously, because this is they're running a specialist mission, they're doing ambushes or they're doing mm. a drop assault that they're extremely proficient at. Other space marine legions can't keep up; they can't uh, stay with them, and they're not looking to stay in one space and set up a gun line. So yeah. there's no point in having a fortification anyway. No, no, exactly. So. The only way you can kind of mix and match your jump units uh, and Terminator units into this would be to use Decapitation Strike. And then you're going to replace those Rhinos that I've got in my list with mm. Drop Pods. Okay, right? yeah. um, and then you're re- if you want that to go off well, you're almost going to have to take um, Alverix Mon. And the reason for that is that Alverix Mon being the premier Drop Assault Commander, Mm-hmm. Uh, actually creates um, creates some some unique bonuses uh, for having a drop army. So the first is if he's your warlord. So if you don't take Korax, yeah. uh, he gets coordinated planet strike. So which means that you are re-rolling failed reserve rolls for all drop pod types. Oh, that's that's huge. It's going to help yeah. you. It's going to help make sure that the majority of your stuff is on the table turn two. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, also yeah. got the special rules Bleeding Edge. Um, so if he is to enter play embarked upon a vehicle that deploys via Deep Strike, then no reserve roll is made for this vehicle. Instead, it must come on the first time the controlling player rolls for reserves. If Alverixmon is deployed at the beginning of the game, the controlling player may re-roll to use the initial roll where this is applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I take him because he's cheap. He's 140 points, but he's not great. Uh, he's weapon skill, ballistic skill 5, uh, he's three wounds. He's initiative four, so he's slow. And he's got three attacks. Uh, he's, he has leadership 10. He does have artificer armor, but he doesn't have any invulnerable save. He's only got a power sword. Mm. Um, so you don't really want him in combat. No, no. But which is kind of the catch 22. Um, because 
because with his nightfall pattern Stratavox, uh, it's uh, which is just a super super box basically. Yeah. Um, if the controlling player's units wishes to arrive on the battlefield via deep strike and chooses to do so within 18 inches of Captain Alvarex Mon, then it will not scatter. Furthermore, uh, models with Legion Astartes Raven Guard special rule deploying from deep striking vehicles brought into play in this way gain the counterattack special rule on the turn they arrive. Oh my god. When the barrage weapons are being used by the controlling player line of sight to be drawn, line of sight can be drawn from Alverix as well as the firing model itself. Um, if range is drawn from the firing model, uh, note that Alverix Mon must already be on the table and not embarked on a vehicle at the start of the turn for the nightfall pattern box to be used. Um, so he's got to be out of a drop pod. So if you drop him in a drop pod, yeah, it was Meltavets. Uh, you're going to risk him, so maybe pack him in with, I don't know, just whatever else is in the drop pod, or throw him inside of a, uh, throw him inside of a, um, a Terminator squad inside of a Charybdis, or throw him inside yeah. a Terminator squad, uh, just a small one. Um, can you give him a command squad? Uh, you can give him a command squad, so throw a command squad on him and have yeah. them come down in a drop pod yeah. uh, and just create a bit of a bubble to kind of save him. He gets out of the drop pod, and then everyone within 18 inches that comes out of the drop pods um, are going to gain counterattack. So now people are going to be less likely to charge you, or if they are, you're not at a huge disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you do that, then all of a sudden bringing things like Terminators on either in drop pods or in Storm Eagles, yeah. because now um, realistically, you could uh, you could actually, if he's still on the table, you could use that one console type as a warmonger mm-hmm. and pack a ten man cataphracty Terminator squad, have them deep strike within eighteen inches of Alverix's Mon. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sorry, no. Count- they have to be. They have to be deep striking. Okay. Vehicles. Okay. So this so, is. This, hear me out. Hear me out. You have him in a storm. Vehicle, so you put him in a storm eagle. Mm-hmm. You drop it in in hover mode, so they yeah. can get out. Yeah. Yeah. Get out right away. Get out right away. Fire thin the herd or whatever. You know you're going to assault you, and then hey, yeah. they can assault you, and you're going to get counter. Plus, you're going to have the. Oh, uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me, Alex? Alex. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I had my <laughs> usual internet fart. Oh. All right. So that's what I was <laughs> yeah. saying. Would, with counter uh, charge, would you get the plus one strength? No. Oh. So you, you would have to charge them. Um, so, I mean, if you're using Power Fist, who cares? It's still just strength. I'm just thinking against anyway, Custodes because right? at that point in time, you're going to. Yeah. Nope. You're still not going to insta kill them. Never mind. You're not going to insta kill them because uh, it's. it's um, Bem Das, remember? So yeah, you're gonna yeah. times it by two first, so it's gonna be strength yeah. A, and then they're gonna be strength nine on the charge. So it's only good against vehicles, uh, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you could drop them in in a storm eagle and have mm-hmm. them get out, um, or you could have them get out of uh, Charybdis or something if you wanted yeah. to. Um, but uh, or you could have, uh, you know, despoilers drop mm-hmm. out come out of the storm eagle whatever any way you want to any way you want to shake it yeah. um gives gives you some options but really it's to protect the guys that come out of the drop pod so you're going to be mm. like 
I mean, Volkite support squads, Volkite Charger support squads would be really good coming down in a pod. Plasma squads would be really good coming down in a pod. Because yeah. uh, now you're going to you're put out a lot of damage. Uh, melt gun yeah. support squads, obviously, just even regular tacticals. And if you, if you give them additional close combat weapons. I was going to say, give them additional close combat weapons so that, yeah, you can assault me, but now I'm getting all my bonuses against you. So having exactly that, having that extra close combat weapon will just make them less likely to assault you. Yeah. You're basically so taking the assault away from your opponent. Exactly. So where, where this could really shine, though, is if you do that more Dathan strike within 18 inches of Elveric's mm-hmm. Mon. So you swing in, they get out, uh, they get out right away, and then they roast whatever's there. If anything's left of it, they're going to charge you. It, it happens yeah. 100% of the time. But now, now you're, not, uh, you're a little bit more threatening. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, because they do have chain swords and bolt pistols, so they're uh, two attacks base. So now you've got ten man. You've got a ten man team. Um, their their combi flamers will be spent, but now they're gonna they're gonna rapid fire bolt fire bolt gun you. Yeah. In Overwatch, if there's yep. an independent character still alive in there, they're re-rolling to hits and to wounds. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna get into combat with them, and then you're gonna have to deal with pretty close to thirty. Because uh, I'm expecting, yeah, if there's an independent character in there, he's going to mulch yeah. a couple guys probably. But um, yeah. then you're going to have to deal with 30 attacks, uh, I guess, unless that character has like a power axe or a power fist or something that makes him go last. Mm. Um, then, yeah, you're dealing with about 30 attacks in close combat. If there's an independent character in there, you're re-rolling hits and wounds again. Yeah. Right? So if, if that unit manages to survive your fatal strike with those combi flamers and then charges you, it's not going to survive that. No, no. And you're going to lose some, but it'll be worth, it'll be worth it. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's evil. evil. Exactly. So this is, this is one of the other reasons why I used to, uh, I always used to forget that it gave him counterattack, but it was one of the reasons why I used to leave him in the Damocles command rhino I had. Mm. And then I would just have him drive up. Start driving up turn two, so that way the 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 Darkwing can drop in within 18 inches. It doesn't scatter. It's exactly where I want it to be. My more days can get out. They roast whatever's there, and then they get counterattack. Just now, in case. Can, can he get that? Does he give that bonus if he's in a in the Rhino, or does he have to get out of the Rhino? Uh, he has to get out of the Rhino. Um, but so move up 12. He gets out. He gets out exactly. No, no, um, yeah, he just has to cents. already be on the table, so he can't arrive that same turn. Ah, uh, gotcha. So basically, you've given yeah. a thirty-six inch bubble of. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I mean, rereading it now, it says a not embarked on a vehicle. I mean, I never successfully used it anyway, so who cares? But huh. um, I don't know. The, it's it's in brackets and not embarked on a vehicle. Because uh, it says he must be on the table at the start of the turn for the pattern box to be used. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? That's just for barrage weapons, so he would still get it. Oh, yeah. On the turn they arrive, yeah. When barrage weapons are being used for the controlling player, line of sight must be maybe drawn from Alverick's mon as well as the firing model itself. Range is still drawn from the firing model. Nope. Note that Alveric's Mon must already be on the table and not embarked on a vehicle at the start of the turn for the Nightfall pattern rocks to be used. Um, uh, by what it's saying, I'd say you have to be out of the vehicle to use it. To do anything. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, bear that in mind. You'd have to get out of the vehicle well, for the I, start of the turn, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a – there might be a fact on that. I haven't used it in a while. To be honest, what I typically do with them now is I just have them ride in the Storm Eagle because then it always comes on turn two. Mm. And I don't get caught in that situation where I'm waiting till turn two or turn three or waiting till uh, turn three, turn four for, yeah. uh, you know, cause I, I need them to get rid of, I need those more faith in to get rid of death stars and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's my counter to that. Cause even with Korax, I mean, when I do use Korax, I always keep them separate mm-hmm. um, to Probably kind of, reasons. yeah, abuse his rules a little bit. Yeah. Um, and for, for those of you that don't know, uh, unless he's the closest model to the firing unit, uh, or if he's inside of another unit, or if the firing model is a Psyker or Demon or Primarch, then you're only snap shooting at him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would typically keep him just kind of out by himself. So that's kind of the decap strike. Um, what I'm working on now, if you're not if you're not a huge fan of drop pot assaults, buddy, or if you're not a huge fan of um, infiltrating uh, land raiders like I am, uh, the other way to go is to focus on terminators, um, bikes, and jump infantry. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm working on right now. So what I'm doing for that is uh, I'm I'm actually doing drop assault vanguard. Mm-hmm. And so my, my troop choices are then Assault Marines. Um, I've got Raven's Talons, which are Mastercrafted Shred and Rending uh, Lightning Claws mm-hmm. uh, on all Sergeants. But I've got two 15-man squad, units of uh, Assault Squads. Okay. And uh, the, the idea behind them is that in Drop Assault Vanguard, uh, at least half, but up to all of your uh, Assault Squads get uh, deployed via Deep Strike on turn one. Okay. So you drop two 15 man squads and then everyone within, I think it's 12 inches, uh, can only snap fire at those units. So you have them drop, uh, you take Korax because the other benefit Korax gets is that all models, uh, automatically run six inches. So your two drop squads drop in and then they spread out six inches so that way they can cover as much as possible and mm-hmm. get within the 12 inch bubble of as many enemies as possible. And then you can't shoot them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what I'm doing because I love uh, destroyers. So this, mm-hmm. this to me is a little more themed out of uh, instead of the compendium Korax, it's themed out of the event of gate 42, which is where Horus was kind of being a dick. Um, and he was like, I don't really care, Korax. Like, you're going to straight out assault this fucking massive wall. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not what I'm good at. Like, my guys are going to fucking get mulched. He's like, I don't care. I'm the war master. Uh, uh, big dick. Fucking do it. Uh, so he does, and he primarily used what was left of the Terrans. Mm-hmm. So the Terrans before Korax uh, were a little more indiscriminate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were they were a little more uh, they were still used for kind of special ops and decapitation strikes. They were also used for absolute scouring of enemies. So rad Volkite, and mm-hmm. so this is kind of the theme that I'm running on for my drop soul Vanguard. Mm-hmm. So uh, now models can only um, 
be models that can deep strike. Uh, okay. And so if, if it's a, a model on foot, then it can only arrive via deep strike uh, or in a vehicle that has deep strike. Okay. So I've got, uh, instead of running the Darkwing Pattern Storm Eagle, I'm just running a regular Pattern Storm Eagle. Okay. Uh, and I'm putting Deliverers in there. And so the Deliverers were uh, Corax's Cataphracty um, Terminator squads. Okay. And they were known for being horribly brutal and using absolute devastating weaponry. So uh, that's why I need that last Volkite Charger. Mm. Um, and then to save on points, I'm using Power Axes, because if they're charging, then those Power Axes wound on twos. Mm. Um, exactly. So it, it helps. I'm not going to not gonna double anyone out, but I'm going to hit them hard. Um, so they're Volkite and Power Axes, and they're coming in a Storm Eagle. The other unit comes with a Warmonger. And uh, oh, okay. so that's... It's two 10-man Cataphracty Terminator squads with Volkite Chargers and Power Axes and two Heavy Flamers in each one um, to kind of discourage the uh, the charge because I yeah. want to get the charge off. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, packing mutually enjoyed unit is uh, Destroyers. So mm -hmm. now if I charge Destroyers into the unit, before the deliverers charge in, now those power axes are doubling out. Yeah, and they're insta killing two wound charges. Yep. Exactly. So I can charge them in. That prevents anyone from overwatching me, overwatching terminators, I should say. Yeah. Terminators stomp in, start instant deathing people, chop them to bits. Um, and you're not and wasting then, the points on power fists. Exactly. And I'm not wasting the points on power fists. You got it. And then I've got Korax floating around to kind of chop up whatever he needs. Um, so that's a three thousand point list, obviously. But uh, and then I've got, I've got a more attack uh, with dual plasma as well. Is he joining the destroyer? He's joining the destroyer squad. Yeah, okay. I think I've got two destroyer squads in there. The problem is, is uh, I'm going mostly off memory because my when I switched phones, not all of my list in quartermaster uh, ported over. Huh. Um, unfortunately, yeah. That's so I I don't. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but um, I've also got a Vigilator in there, actually, and so that Vigilator is supposed to be Sherokin. I don't know if he was at Gate 42. I don't really care. Um, hmm. I mean, you can uh, theme it, but I mean, I mean, if if he wasn't there, now he was. I mean, it's future fake history. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? We, don't, we don't have a ton of detail on Gate 42. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of one of those things that's just kind of like off-mentioned in the Black Book. Um, so it's mentioned in like the exemplary battles uh, because most of the Terrans that were there got murdered. And then uh, those that didn't, some of them got exiled afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, kind of for their behavior, I think, at Gate 42. Uh, so <laughs> like the, the Ashen Claws, which are a, uh, I think they're a chapter in 40K, but they're a Black Shields group in oh. 30K. And they were uh, sent out to the Ghoul Stars, I think. And so they mm -hmm. are actually former Raven Guard. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, sounds like Korax was a bit of a dick. Uh, well, so, I mean, the issue, the issue really was, was that, like, they were particularly indiscriminate, including to, like, civilian populations. Mm. And so Korax, having been, like, an oppressed and abused civilian population on his planet, yeah. uh, it just doesn't really jive. Uh, so 
after after you know i mean he didn't he didn't immediately get rid of them he wasn't like hey let's call them um but at gate 42 he's like i need to put the people that are gonna fuck in that are gonna be the absolute ruth- most ruthless in my legion up front because that's yeah. you're gonna need that to get the job done right yeah. the guys that are used to tact and stealth aren't going to be able to do it but the terrans would have had at least you know through unification and through early great crusade they would have had that experience of yeah. having to charge gates, blow things down, melt standard flesh bags, yeah. uh, and, and kind of fight that shadow planets. war, fight a uh, regular yeah. frontal assault kind of thing. Exactly right. So they would have had the experience, and that's more, I think, the reasoning behind sending them out there. And then it also, as a catch twenty two, solves a bit of his issue uh, of the divisiveness inside the legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were still, you know, he still kept deliverers as a unit. Um, they were still there, and uh, Korax is is a very. I mean, obviously, we know the jokes and the tropes of the Raven Guard being emos. Yeah. But they're they're actually a, and Korax himself is actually a lot more angry than he is morose. Hmm. And so this okay. is kind of his anger unchained. Hmm. So much like when Sanguinius is pissed, he sends in the angels' tears. Yeah. And just starts irradiating everything. It's pretty much the same thing. Mm. okay yeah. cool yeah so those are kind of some theme ideas and kind of how to play them a little bit um again i don't like to mix the two i like to either have them all infiltrating or i like to have them all abusing the furious assault mm-hmm. um the furious assault makes the bike ride a war really really good as well mm-hmm. uh and it, is, it is thematic there are jet bikes inside the raven guard they use them quite a bit uh they use javelins quite a bit they use speeders quite a bit um all of those things you you can really do uh a fun one obviously would be um recon recon team oh, yeah. you know you can have a little more survivable uh, recon rate of war because now in order to get them to infiltrate you don't have to um, put them in scout armor mm-hmm. so you can you and, and i mean really if you wanted to be cheap you could give them you could you could keep them without camellia line give them bolters and you could just use regular tactical marines Right. And yep. now they're just scouts. Uh, pack them with nuncio scouts. boxes and then have them drop in. Have whatever you need drop in, right? Yeah, I hear you. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot uh, of flexibility with them, which is which is nice. Um, I know we didn't talk about liberation force, um, but we can talk a little bit more about what that. What do you Esteban five? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is more just kind of. Uh, I don't want to say fan service, but I'm going to say fan service. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I've learned a lot myself because I've never really looked at the Raven Guard. Um, not because I didn't like them, mainly because I didn't want to paint black again. Yeah. And hearing this, I mean, my, my brain started going wild with tactics and themes that you could do with this army and really make, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they are actually a really good army, but I think I think it's when especially when you look at their special units, right? Because uh, the Dark Furies are really good, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like they shine more in like Drop Assault Vanguard. Yeah. Right. Um, they're, they're still tough to use uh, now that you can't pack them into like a Storm Eagle, which is what I used to do um, before a Heresy version 1 came out. Mm-hmm. Um, you could put Jump Infantry inside of a vehicle, right? They just, they counted as two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I used to take... I used to take a Praetor with five, like a jump Praetor with, 
Raven's Talons with five Dark Furies, which all have Raven's Talon, then I would put them in a Darkwing Pattern Storm Eagle. And then it flies on. Mm-hmm. And then turn two, it goes into hover mode, and everyone charges out of it, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you're using your jump packs to charge out of it. And you're getting you're getting the plus one strength, and so now you've got shred and rending, um, lightning claws that are master crafted, and they're they're wounding on threes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and if if the dark furies actually when they charge, they get plus one initiative, so they're initiative five. Okay. So you're going to chew through just about anything. They're a really, really good unit, but they don't have any shooting whatsoever. They have frag and crack grenades, so one guy can throw a crack grenade. Yeah. Um, and, and, on, and they're three-plus armor with... If they come in from deep strike, they get a five-plus cover save, but even that doesn't really help you very much. No. Uh, if you can take relics, one thing I used to do with it was I would give the Praetor the Void Shield bubble yeah. and oh, just yeah, have yeah, them yeah. all drop inside the Void Shield bubble. Yeah, right. So now sense. you have to like really be dedicated to shooting them, um, and otherwise he can kind of move around and do what he needs to, and that 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 works for it as well. But once you start mixing them, you start getting these kind of holes in it, I think, um, and those holes are really where the Raven Guard break down. But as soon as you start doing things to plug them up, mm-hmm. they become really nasty. Uh, I know, particularly in our area, the Raven Guard have kind of been considered for a long time, like, how oh, whatever, man, like they're low tier, like they're not good. Yeah, and uh, and then just for shits and giggles, somebody ran like a, a competitive league, and I I just took. I mean, it's it's a list that I've been playing for years, so I'm familiar with it. Yeah, but I took that in, and and I mean, I probably would have got second. The guy bailed like bailed on me three times, and so they just gave me a tie for yeah. my last game. Otherwise, I think I would have got second because uh, I, I have a feeling I would have beat him. Um, but uh just based on the mission type mm-hmm, yeah uh but otherwise i mean i went went undefeated really until uh until pretty late pretty late in it and a lot of people got surprised but i think it's part of it is the guys new, aren't used to playing raven guard the new the new faction syndrome we were yeah, talking about faction syndrome, exactly right so i mean <sighs> now like at our event in november which was after that people were kind of starting to catch on to my shenanigans and i lost more games um See, that's the thing, like, I feel, like, after listening to you talk about the Raven Guard here, I, 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 I know a lot of people like to think that they are limited on their tactics, but in reality, I, I think they might be more versatile than people actually give them credit for. Like, if you really oh, think, if you sit down and really think about it, you can do some very nasty, very thematical things and I, I think that I think they could be uh, a very competitive, not competitive, but a very well-rounded, hard-hitting army that could still win you games. You know when crunch when it's crunch time. It's, I, I think it's I, one I think of those things where you really got to know how to use them. I find they play a lot like Eldar, or okay. at least like Eldar used to. I can't speak to how they're played in eighth and ninth, but. Um, you know, everything in the army kind of has to have a purpose and you have to understand what, what the capability and what the purpose of that unit is. Right. And so it does have a lot of versatility and that largely comes from the infiltrate shenanigans. Um, and so, I mean, I'll, I'll give an example. 
So we were playing, uh, we were playing in an event, and I got paired up against demons. And it was kind of like right after demons came out. So it's mm-hmm. like my first time fighting corn. And um, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of hope going into it anyway. But uh, <laughs> you, um, the the infiltrate kind of let me change my tactics a little bit. So normally, where I'll start kind of grabbing objectives early. Or I'll set up kind of like a kill box so that way that big that big tank or whatever is now like crisscrossed between multi melters and uh, yeah. las cannons and and meltavets. Um, instead, I uh, what I did was because the Damocles command rhino is the only thing I deploy. I deployed that in in my deployment zone in the very back corner, uh, and the demons player is kind of mm-hmm. like. You sure? That's, that's all you want to do? And I was just like, yeah, that's it. He's like, you know, I get to put down portals, right? You sure you don't want to like change your strategy? I'm like, no, I know. Like, I, it's not. This, this is going to work. And so he proceeds to put his portals down uh, the minimum distance from yeah. each other and from my Damocles command rhino. And then I just set up on the opposite line. <laughs> and I set, up a, I set up a gun line. Um, for those who haven't played Corn Demons, it wasn't enough. I literally shot at him for like three turns and he still got down there and just tore me to pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bolter shots, uh, like shatter shells, everything I could throw at him. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't have a ton of blast weaponry and stuff, so it is what I, it is. Because I played against the same army and I used my sons of Horus. And he still ended up beating me, but there just was no, there just isn't enough firepower. There just never seems to be enough firepower to take down demons, especially corn demons. Well, see, that's just it. I think in when you're talking about like you know the optimized lists that have come into being for the last couple of years, that's where this thing really changes, and that's that's where demons are a good thing, and they're shifting meta, right? They are. Um, yes. so that's that's where you need things like predators. I think are really good. Yes. Um, you know, quad bolters, uh, uh, Sikarin punishers, Sikarin battle can, like mm. the standard Sikarin chassis. Yeah. Like yeah. things that are high volume shots, yeah. that's where it's going to shine, right? Yeah. I mean, even Carnadon. Well, the old, the old meta of, you know, killing Spartans and taking out Spartans and whatnot, I, I think it's, I think it's going the way of the Dodo and I think, um, the demons are the kind of like the nail in the coffin for it because yeah, it might be able to good. It might be good at taking out Spartans, but I ain't going to do well against the demon army. That demon army is going to walk all over you. Yeah. Well, and not just that. I mean, when, when you're running that death star in a Spartan, mm-hmm. um, your whole point of that is to get it into close combat. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's not where you want to be with corn demons. No. Um, so, I mean, if like high vehicle army is probably really good against them um but you know they i think the regular demon comes out at like what strength seven strength there uh no actually i think i think that's i think the regular one comes out at like strength five or strength six i think it's Um, five or six but i i I, I don't have the book in front of me yeah but i mean still like if you if you're set up with like auto cannons or heavy bolters or whatever you've got 36 inch range on them to 48 inches yeah um and then it's just shoot at them just shoot at them as much as you fucking can. Uh, as much as you can, and then, and then assault whatever's left over. 
Exactly right. So if, if you if you build your list now for this optimized, like oh I'm gonna go up against whoever and I'm gonna like you know I'm gonna pop that Spartan and I'm gonna kill that Death Star. Well, that mm. Death Star doesn't exist in the Demon's Army. No, right? everything's a um, Death Star. Yeah, well everything's like I mean most guys have the Demon Lord like flying around by himself because yeah. I, I don't think you can put him in. I think he's a monstrous creature, so you can't. He is a monstrous creature. Can't really I, have him like join a join a unit, right? One so thing, one, one thing I found about demons is it's really hard. Target priority is really hard because everything's a threat. Yeah, everything's a threat. In yeah. my in, in my experiences against a corn, I haven't played against a uh, Slanesh or I played against Nurgle or Nurgle. Uh, yeah, and uh, um, because they get to come out, they get to come out of the portal on their turn. Mm. I. Uh, I infiltrated units as close as I could get them. Uh, and then I just like drove at the portals as fast as I could. Yeah. And then I got out and oh. I bubble wrapped the portals. So he couldn't get out. He had with my guys. So, yeah. So the only things that could come out were the stuff that he had with wings. Mm. <laughs> um, and everything funny. else just had to stay in reserves. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, I held on to that as long as I could until he started like poking holes in it. And then once yeah. like holes started to form in those lines, then I tried to just like pull out and pull away yeah. um, and then start letting his stuff out. And at that point it was just like, okay, I think I've delayed him long enough that I can get back in the Rhino and I can drive as fast as I can to the objective and score the mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was, that was kind of my strat there. Um, I mean, it worked for the most part. Uh, yeah. It was close. Um, oh. I bet so. I really he could have beat face. me, but he, he made a couple of bad moves. Uh, he was he was a newer player to Heresy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's too bad actually because it was in that it was in that competitive league, and we know what that competitive mindset kind of does to new players. So yeah, it's a, it's a uh, I can definitely give him a bad taste. Yeah, he uh, he's not into it. He's not playing anymore. Like he's got he's just playing 40k um, That's with his demons, which sucks because he had like a bunch of really cool like models and some creature caster and some other ones like his brutes i think were like these cool frogs mm. <laughs> like That's just unfortunate. Eh. yeah it really is uh it's really too bad because i actually really liked playing against him he's a cool guy um he was a lot of fun he was really nice but uh it is what it is right that's, that's why we're trying to trying to change how things uh happen in, in the edmonton area a little bit yeah. um so again i mean but that now, because of demons, kind of into the fold. Yeah, the, uh, the, the yeah, yeah, it's going to shift, right? And and it's going to come down to who you end up playing against. Um, and I mean, uh, well, I'm sure we'll see a there'll probably be a shift with the uh, the Dark Angels getting coming out with the Night Lords getting an upgrade, um, yeah. some updates. Well, Fire Arcana, I think, really shifted it. It did. So, like, if 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 you're if you're an event organizer and you're gonna ban Syracana, you better ban fucking demons. Yeah. <laughs> like, because otherwise, it's just everything that, that makes the balance is gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, as you much as I it. don't like divining blades, you're gonna need one. <laughs> if there's gonna be a chance, there's gonna be a demon player there. You definitely need a divining blade or divining yeah. blade. Sorry. Um. Because even with that, you're still like good luck. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I, I, unless you've got that high volume fire, and the high volume fire isn't necessarily going to leave you in a, in a weakened point in 
in a standard Marine game either, right? It's just, it's going to take you a little bit longer to accomplish what you used to do with your ultra meta tactics. Yeah. Um, It's so, I don't know. To me, I think it's a good thing. I like that demons are here. I think it's going to shift things a little bit more for the better. Uh, The only thing I think that needs to get an errata would be the corn scoring thing. They are, they are, that scoring thing is just, and I know a lot of uh, event organizers have been going the way of they can't score more than the total number of points that the mission allows for. I get that, but that means they're still going to be maxing out mission score or, you know, um, victory. Yeah, they're going to max out a lot of victory points. I, I think if you just change it to, um, you score points for every unit you kill in close combat. Yeah. Uh, and I think it should have to be mortal units. Like if it's blood for the blood god or skulls for the skull throne, corn's not going to give a shit that you chopped a tank in half. Mm. Uh, I guess there's a driver in the tank. All right, whatever. But just make it. You know what I mean? Because in this one, it's like it doesn't matter. As soon as you're in close combat, yeah, you're winning. You've basically given the corn player a point. Um, Because if he kills you, then you get a point. If you kill him, then you get a point. If he's sweeping advances you, then you get a point. If he, you sweeping advance him, then he gets a point. Like, yeah, it it, it makes it despondent. It makes it for lack yeah. of better not fun. Um, unfortunately, uh, the few times I've done it, I'm just like, oh, you're in close combat. We're gonna just take my guys off the table because yeah, the chances of me falling back and not getting swept are pretty low. Like, yeah. that's that's the, your only option to deny him the point and then hope that he doesn't charge you again on the next turn. Exactly. Um, how, not how to sound on, so despondent guys but how did we get on the topic of demons from raven <laughs> i don't know man it's, it's, it's whatever it's our, tra- <laughs> it's our it's our train of thought we we do this quite often yeah exactly right <laughs> um it, it's a talk show it's fine yeah. <laughs> like uh i mean for the most part i think i was done kind of on general yeah. raven guard tactic anyway more dathan don't take them with sniper rifles that's the biggest piece of advice i can give you Take them with just about any other combi weapon. And, and take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of debate whether you should take Flamers, Plasma, or Melta. I like Flamers. The problem is, is as soon as people figure it out, like uh, we had a Death Guard player, Alex Flack, he figured it out pretty quick, and he broke Mortarian out. Uh, and Mortarian danced around by himself every time. I mean, then I just started sending Seekers after him. So... <laughs> Fine, well, I mean, but... I mean, it's it's always going to be that uh, I want to say the Cold War idea, but like, you know, someone brings out a new tactic, and then people start learning how to, you know, oh, that's I know how to defeat that, and then you got to change your tactics to defeat their new tactics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Process. You're always yeah, learning this game fresh, and that's that's yeah, what keeps it interesting. that's one of the fun things about it. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. when, you start, when you're playing against somebody who's been using the army for a little while. I mean, it can get a little mundane, but at the same time, yeah. when they start throwing new things at you, and you're 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 on your back heel, and you've got to change your tactics, it it can make for a lot of fun. So, I mean, having that auto win, auto click win uh, army isn't always the greatest thing because I can't see it being fun. It's like, oh, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Yeah, yeah. to me, I, I, I wouldn't enjoy that at all. I want my games to be close um, yeah. every, every single time, whether I win them or lose them, I want them to be close. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I guess on more Dathan's, um, I mean, if you want to avoid, I, that's why I like the, the Flamers because if you get a full squad of 10 guys and a Primark strapped mm-hmm. in there, I've gotten, you know, upwards of 60 wounds. Yeah. Um, and, uh, or 60 hits, sorry. And then that translates to be like 40 some wounds. 
um, when, when you're re-rolling. And because uh, with and, and the reason the reason I use the flamer is because um, you get twin linked and rending when you use the more death and fatal shot. But yeah. uh, on the the template that changes to shred and rending, right? Oh. So yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, you know somewhere between five and six hits uh, out of each template, and you've got ten more Dathan. Mm. So you're somewhere between fifty and sixty um, hits every time. Obviously, if they're using twenty five or thirty mil, then you it bumps up to like six or seven. Mm. Um, but uh, if they're and if they're not spread out far enough, but if they're terminators, you, you almost always get like you know five or six per template, and um, and then it's shred and rending, so every one of those rending becomes AP two, and and then just the sheer volume just tends to wear yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, you could go plasma, and then you've got twin linked. It's already AP two, so I mean, whatever. It's nice that it, it auto wounds, uh, which will be handy against like a primer. But if a primer's in a in a bodyguard unit, you're still going to be wounding them on twos anyway, right? Um, but you're going to get uh, you're going to get your preferred enemy at that point if you're using decapitation strike, and so then you're going to be rerolling. You're going to re be rerolling the ones to hit, um, even if the, even if you weren't using fatal strike, but because uh, they're ballistic skill five. Uh, and then you're gonna you're gonna get to reroll the ones to wounds. So you're gonna get you're not gonna get the same amount of wounds because you're maximum gonna get twenty shots out of it, but you're gonna get pretty close to twenty AP too. Mm, yeah. Right. Maybe probably probably eighteen. Sixteen to eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean it's not quite enough. That's why a lot of people tend to go either flamers or meltas. Yeah. Because then it's I mean, still it's only ten melta shots, but I think reliably the flamer is going to kill a lot more, but I think guys like to go melt it because then if they have to, they can use the fatal strike against like a vehicle, mm. right? Like a knight. Um, yeah, yeah. Like if you flew that down on a knight pori or mm. drop potted them, if you're using yeah. the drop pods and decap strike, and you drop yeah. potted that unit right in front of a knight pori and used fatal strike, now you've got twin links and rending. Mm -hmm. um, so even if like. Or, or if it was something with armored ceramite, a knight can't take armored ceramite, but fucking rending on a melta gun. Oh god, god. damn it! Um, yeah, you're basically auto auto penetrating. Yeah, exactly right. So and, and armored ceramite means jack shit at that point in time. Nope, exactly. You're just gonna fucking roast her. So yeah, you're gonna roast whatever you whatever you point those uh, leaf blowers at. It's gone. It's dead. Yep, exactly. So yeah, uh, I I hope that helps, man. Um, mm. you know, I, my advice uh, as an experienced Raven Guard player: try to keep uh, the wing separate and the talon separate, mm -hmm. uh, and then kind of pick pick your theme from there. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go Gate Forty Two? Do you want to go, um, you know, Agapito Jump Heavy? Do you want to go uh, Eastman Five Drop Assault? Um, mostly in uh, you know storm darkwing pattern storm eagles and drop pods. Mm -hmm. I mean, read Korax if you haven't. Like, there's tons of theme in there too. And right? keep in uh, mind that no matter what you do go with, um, yeah, it's not. It may not seem on paper that it's going to be effective, but once you start finding those strategies that are going to work best for you. Yeah. No matter which one you, which theme you you go with, it's going to be effective once you start learning the strategies that best work for you. 
Yeah, it's an army that very much relies on the ratio of strategic value to points over output mm. to points, um, which is something I'm I'm a huge advocate for is strategic value uh, to points instead of output to points. Mm. Because especially, like, I mean, we got down that demon hole, but especially with demons and all the new shit that's going to be coming down the, the pipeline. Yeah. Like uh, custodes actually are a good example. Like custodes, you beat custodes the same way you beat demons. Just high volumes of decent strength firepower. Yeah. Just make them make them roll saves. Yeah. Uh, Force them to so, make those saves. Yeah. Don't don't be afraid to do something that seems like it's unorthodox on paper, because uh, I think once you play a few games with it and learn what you're doing with it and learn mm-hmm. where its strategic value lies for you, that's where all of a sudden people are going to be like, oh, I didn't think that unit was that good. Yeah. And you're going to force people to make decisions that they maybe didn't have to think about or that they maybe didn't think about before the event started. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Right on. Okay, guys. Um, I think that's it for us. This has been a pretty long one. Yeah, uh, it's been a, those, two and a half hour. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do two listener lists ever again. That really sounds bad. <laughs> um, so right on, guys. Uh, don't forget to check out at Minis by Applesauce. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any other Raven Guard questions, uh, feel free to drop us a line yeah. uh, on Instagram at the DAB Podcast, on Facebook at DAB Podcast. Um, email us, deathandbetrayal at gmail.com, yeah. uh, or just fire us a note. Make sure you follow Craig at Craig or the Barbarian. Yes. If you haven't had a chance yet to check out Little Legend Studios Patreon, uh, definitely check that out and follow yeah. him on Instagram as well at Little Legend Studio. Yes. yes. Uh, and the Imperial Truth. Don't forget to uh, give the Imperial Truth a listen and give that a follow on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I know that podcast has been around for a long time. So yeah. it's good. Right on, guys. Okay. Uh, thanks from us. Craig, anything else from you? Take care, guys. I hope you have a good a good uh, couple weeks here. Right on. Okay, guys, keep those Geller fields up, and we'll see you back on uh, September 30th for Book 9. Take care. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.